So, we didn't take a rest or anything. I think we're, we're alive. alive. We're here. What? It's alive. Some, some slight technical problems before uh, going live here, but uh, we're here. We're alive. Yay, um, Shadow hello. Reels, your color hello. is blue. I'm so happy for you. I know that's so, your favorite. I'm going to uh, have the players kick us off with our announcements, our call-outs. I've got to go close something on the computer. Is the computer's being silly? <laughs> uh, ah, welcome lovely. to welcome to uh, our season three episode where we should have had tech issues out of the way, but whatever. Um, players, talk about our wonderful things we do and the people we work with here. I'll be right back. Well, first and foremost, we play D and D. We play D and D. That's we what play we play D and D. We play Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition. We're excited to have you all here with us today uh we have some amazing sponsors where i believe you will see them uh on the screen right now maybe if not they're gonna be up right there in a little above. Bit. yep yeah uh we've got austin there he's showing you the blacksmith craft dice that's the nice tin that you get when you order some blacksmith craft dice what about this who uh, made this oh that's this that's beauty that's critical craft. treasures right there that's a lovely critical treasures bag that holds about what like a hundred dice more Maybe more. It's guess, basically well, a dice bag of holding. Yeah, we have to get at least a thousand dice, at least to test it. To test it, Austin's showing off the beautiful blacksmith craft dice. Uh, some of their newer sets come with three d sixes, making sure that you can do all that beautiful damage right there. Uh, what else? Oh, there, Lindsay's holding up caffeinated cobalt. That's right, caffeinated cobalt. That keeps us going, right? For those late night DM sessions where you're either preparing or you're hosting and you were up late the night before. Or you're watching a show from the UK and they're in LA and yeah. you need a You just need a little boo. like middle of the night. Or, or your campaign's full of goblins. Mm-hmm. So drink a lot of that before that campaign. You just need a little bit of twitching. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Check out Cabernet and Cobalt. They got a whole bunch of different, uh, what is it? Are they called brews? What is the difference in coffee called? It's not mm. taste. They're they're different roasts. Different roasts. Roast. That's what it's called. Because yes. it's not yes. flavor. Uh-oh, guys. Well, it do- is. The roast so, affects um, the flavor. What are what? we even doing? Shadow Reels has been subbed for seven months, and she thought we were playing Call of Duty the whole time. Oh. Well, that's on her. Oh, yeah, I don't think that's um, on That's on her. Well, <laughs> Love you, Shadow. Um, well, you do want to know what kind of cocktail you make before watching us. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's I want some. Um, so also, <laughs> another thing to note is our tip structure, donation structure. Um, I'm not the best at this. We have $5, $10, and what is it, 20 yeah. Perfect. $5, you get a scroll drawn. It's a random effect applied to the game um, instantly. Mm-hmm. Um, at $10, you... Get a re-roll. re-roll. That you get to re-roll. assign to any of the lovelies on the screen. Um, Including me. And then at 20 a, it your $20 donation generates a random... Creature approaches whether whether they're good, bad. Otherwise, we don't know. Um, A herd of unicorns. (laughs) Actually, uh, if Chad could look up what a herd of unicorns is actually called, that'd be great. And then, well, it would be a herd, right? Because horses are gaggle. So then, um, below the DM, below the Instagrams, you'll see. 
this green bar, that's the hype boss. So tips, bits, subs, um, follows, everything you do takes that hype boss down. And when there's a new hype boss, if that's you, you get to assign a nat 20 to nat 20. the player of your choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all of them, right? That's all and of them. Yeah. If you like what you blessing. see, you can always find our merch as well on the store. Which like leads that. me to something else that's interesting this week, right? We're announcing a giveaway. Yeah? yeah. Two, actually. What? Two. Two giveaways. And in each one, um, the winner gets to choose the shirt of their choice. The shirt design. So you get to pick yeah. the shirt design. I think they're all represented. Not Nathan's. That one's unfortunately not for sale. That one is part of... That was part of our Indiegogo. Um, but we have Ari's Fight Like a Girl. We have Rumiel's Find the Druid. We have Alex wearing our um, Here Be Dragons logo shirt. And then we have the Valari Wild Magic Unicorn. And guys, Oh, and Garth does have a shirt. Um, it's a blue that says Make Your Own Luck. It's really cool. But you can it's- find all of those on our merch page, like Nathan said. Yeah. Also, we did get an answer, uh, Mr. DM. Apparently, according to Hey Camster, it is an oasis of Ooh, unicorns. I like that. Ooh, oh. I found the druid says it's a blessing. I've, I've heard the blessing, blessing, but an oasis May is you interesting. No, the blessing makes more oasis. sense. <laughs> I, I, I feel like blessing... I mean, I might be biased because they found the druid, but, you know, I feel like the blessing makes more sense. The blessing makes more sense. Sassy Queen, thanks for subbing. Sassy Queen just subbed. Uh, The cadence is 30 points away from being knocked out, and the person who takes that gets to assign a nat 20. Um, Uh, But to finish out on the the giveaways, there's going to be one announced on Instagram. Uh, That will require a follow, a like, and some... Uh, commenting of your friends and just like any standard Instagram giveaway, uh, giveaway will happen. Uh, that should go live in the next couple days. The giveaway will end and uh, it will be available uh, to hear who the winner is in two weeks. We will be doing a show in two weeks. It won't be our main campaign, but we will have a, a nice little one-off of sorts. Uh, and that is when we will announce the Instagram giveaway. Shadow Reels, we're going to look into that. I want to say we're not going to be exclusive. Um, It's going to be open worldwide. Um, I guess it will depend on some of the shipping regulations. It may take longer to get it, but we're going to honor that. We we know that we have fans all over the globe, and because of the internet, it is awesome. And because of the internet, we should be able to ship you something. Uh, The company we've partnered with should have uh, ways (laughs) to print and ship it. elsewhere in the world so if you're elsewhere we're going to try to make sure that gets to you uh and then the final giveaway that we need to announce is on the first weekend of june june 6th june 6th is our final episode of the season for this season before we go into some like one shots and various things for a little while as we prep for the next season um that's when we will be giving away a shirt live on stream so whoever hops Mm -hmm. into the stream and interacts with our giveaway bot uh, will be available yeah. to win. You don't have to be present when you win because we're present for the whole stream or anything like yeah. that. But we, we know everyone's schedules are a little off at times. You have to go to bed. You're just getting up. You decide you need to go mow the lawn at 
2 a.m., whatever it may be, uh, we want to make sure that if you're late for trimming the verge, if you're mowing the lawn at 2 a.m., you can still win. So there's multiple chances. It feels like it would be a good time for the grass to mow it because you're supposed to like trim your plants and stuff before dawn. I just don't think your neighbors would love it. Yeah. Unless you're in a nocturnal society. Or if you move to LA and don't have a lawn. Or the. When we had a yard, we had like a push reel mower. Like it was, it was, it didn't have a motor, and that worked really well. Our yeah, grass up. got like ten inches <laughs> tall, but <laughs> we digress. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so about perfect. Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons. We'll, we'll get to that in about four hours. Uh, our stream is about three hours long. We'll get to Dungeons and Dragons at about the fourth hour. Uh, but uh, yeah, so. I think we're ready for Dungeons and Dragons. We covered wait, wait, sponsorship. Wait. What Dungeons and Dragons? You mean Call of Duty? Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. I get it now. Boom. All right. Game over. Austin is dead. <laughs> Hashtag not respawn dead. in five, four, three, two, <laughs> and we're back. Uh, so, Call of Duty. I mean Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, we. <laughs> We're last found outside of the city of Standing Rock and uh, camping for the evening after the players, the party, had defeated what we hoped was the last time we'd see this Dragon King. Dragon King, Dragon King. We defeat Dragon King. Well, did we though? But she sang that song once before. Now he's coming back for more. And uh, (laughs) you're you're waking up. (laughs) <laughs> to um, a bit of bustling in the camp. A Draglin, however, is awake and has already had his sword fighting drills with a couple of the kobolds and goblins who are in the camp. Uh, and the camp is starting to get packed up as it was only a temporary for the evening. Uh, one of the goblins walks over to the tent. Ah, sleepyheads! Uh, we, we've got some food for you all. Um, It's not the best of... Sorts, but it's some eggs and some uh, meats and some greens cooked up, but it's it's not what you'd get in town, I'm sorry. But um, if you want to come out here, I've got some plates ready for you. And he hustles away from the tent you're staying in. I'm having a losing moment. Uh-huh. Not a blurry moment. Um, can you remind me, was that a nap or was that like... It was bed. overnight? It was an overnight. You guys had a long rest. Okay, thanks. Because there's some trouble ahead. You're going to need it. You don't. Yeah. Um, I'm all over the breakfast. I would like to know if they have Java juice. Java, Java, oh. Java juice? Anybody have Java juice? I uh, thought you said Jamba, and I got really interested. Java juice? Uh, a kobold comes walking up, and he's holding onto one little vial, and no. he looks at it. He goes, "Um, it's my last one, but you can have it for saving us, all you." I- I can't take your last Java. It's fine. I can get some from the town over there. We're heading that way later. Okay. (laughs) Twist my arm. Everybody, guys, adventure? Who wants to go adventure? What are we going to kill? Who are we going to fight? What's going on? Why do we let her drink this stuff? The kobold backs away very quickly, and then (laughs) you see him dash away and just sprint (laughs) dust coming up from behind him as he's just worried about what's happening. I have your vial! Game on! Okay. Add that to my pack. Could come in handy. Could. 
uh, yeah, Garth, Garth's getting some breakfast, and just to make sure, yeah. he's gonna cast Rusted Digitation on it so that it tastes like the best eggs. Oh, do you have your pan? I you could, do you have, have a really my good breakfast. pan. A really good breakfast that she recalls. She right. could, yeah, she could have a really good breakfast. Yeah, right? use Rusted Digitation, <laughs> and you will have a really good breakfast as well. Love it. I'll get my pan out. Why not? I'll share too. Did they give going to Astro? Yeah, Astro was actually up a little bit before you, hearing the commotion. He's outside gnawing on what looks like a piece of uh, a bone from some of the meat that was cooked up. Cool, cool. Anything I'm just else? Have I'm just going to, like, un- gratefully eat whatever I was given, I guess. There you go. <laughs> After I eat, I'm going to take some of that stuff that I bought from the Mart merchant, and I'm going to put it on my longsword, oil, and care for it. All right, so you have a plus one for the day on that. Lovely. All right, anything else you players would like to do is you can sit down at a a crude-looking table, a few metal bent-up plates, have some food on it for you, and you're having breakfast. Perfect. Now, if I remember correctly... Um, there was something about a well um, that we needed to to go find. Does anybody have any sort of information on that? I thought that Dragonborn had the information. He was the one telling us about it. <clears throat> as you're as you're speaking of it, a passerby of the goblins packing up kind of looks <laughs> over. Zach, Zach, we need you over here. Um, they're they're looking for you for information, and he keeps walking off. Uh, thank you, Anonymous, uh, for your incredible tip here. We are getting six magic scrolls. Six? Um, and Anonymous now is, uh, in the lead with 4,720 points. So, Anonymous, uh, sorry, you're gonna not be Anonymous. Uh, please assign a nat 20. If you wish, you can chat it to the Here Be Dragons account. Um, and I will make sure that that gets seen. So wow. if you want to, if Can you want to, uh, yeah, go ahead. Guys, that's like most Six, of our things. Six is what they Six. put with the message. Goals. Holy Four cow. Five. I have big hands and this is a lot. <laughs> I have freakishly large hands. Good it's to, the one no. thing we've all said about you. <laughs> I, I mean, it's not a secret. Um. You've never thought that in my our, life. Our anonymous <laughs> tipper, I will keep your name incredibly quiet. No one else here will know. I have the only access to uh, the account, and I will just pretend like I don't even read your name. Uh, please let us know who you want the nat 20 to go to. That means whenever they roll a 20, they'll be able to get a free nat 20. They can say, ah, this roll is going to be 20. Um, right now, Lindsay is drawing the six scrolls that you have put into the game as Zet is making his way over and you guys you are eating your breakfast. Do you want to grab, like, the dice and then I will, like, read it and oh, then you can assign them? Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we can just do it that way? All right. Okay. It's like Christmas. So, right? Deity of Protection, plus five to AC for one round of combat. Uh, yeah. that goes to Valari. For me? Yep. Oh my goodness. 
A plus five to bring AC is cute. For one round. For one round. Um, yeah. The next one was Deity of Nature, so three good be- good berries sprout nearby. All right, that springs up next to the the table. So whoever grasps at the three good berries, or each of you can grab at a good berry and take one. Oh, Java Man, do not apologize. This is amazing. Java Man, you do get to apologize for that. You get to tell us which player gets that nat. 20, because that also triggered, too, as you took over as the hype boss. boss. To Garth. To Garth. You get that nat 20. So, what what about Um, the good berries? They sprouted. They sprouted. So, who, which three players have grabbed a good berry? Or one person grabbed all three. I don't know. I'll grab one. Drakland grabbed one. It's like mine. (laughs) Ari has grabbed one. I'll grab one. All right, Garth has grabbed one. Cool. You each have a good berry. They last for 24 hours. Remember that. Yay! Perfect. Um, Deity of Tempest. Okay. Storm brews over the next battle, causing difficult terrain. All right. That one's for him. I'm excited for that, actually. That's kind of fun. Deity of Luck. The player with this one will gain immediate advantage. Wow. I'm assuming your next roll. It goes to Ari. Yep, next time you would roll, you get advantage. Um, I don't know how you're going to keep track of that. That's Uh, for Ari. Yep, I've got Ari here. She's writing it down, too. Perfect. Um, Deity of Life, five temporary hit points. All right. Okay. And that goes to Rumil. Yes. It's like Christmas. I know, I feel like Santa Claus right now. Um, the Java Man is uh, Santa Claus right now for us. Deity of Trickery. Okay. The player gains immediate disadvantage. I am rolling this one here. That actually goes to Garth. So you've got disadvantage, <laughs> but you've got that uh, nat 20 and when you're fairy. out of here. Yeah. You got some bonuses. All right. Good deal. Now, you watch that good berry... That little branch of good berries sprout up in front of you so slowly, and you felt an overwhelming sense of uh, excitement as the battles and day ahead grant you some gifts. Um, What a lucky day, guys! Zet finally makes his way over and looks around. Huh. uh, More healthy than usual. A good berry bush. When did, um... Well... The lucky few who had grabbed it, um, I'm glad they have. Um, I, I heard you need some information. Yes, oh. you said something about a well. Oh, yes, the well. <laughs> this is not an easy task ahead. Nor is um, any task in D&D. But, um, I don't know <laughs> where that D&D? thought came from. Oh, it's, it's like this strange battle game these kids play these days. Oh, but, okay. um... What what you need to know is that there is a forest up ahead. The forest Mm -hmm. is known as the Wandering Wood. This forest, while it looks small in size, takes and takes. Those who enter may have trouble returning, and those who return may have trouble mentally afterwards, as things will be seen... And, um, 
Yes, uh, I've lost a, a few parties recently in there, as they were looking for the source of great power, and there's also a source of great destruction. Responsibility? Not responsibility. <laughs> well, I mean... It was something power. my grandpa used to say about mm. great power. Never mind. Mm. I see you've been drinking the java already. Well... What? There is a well called the Well of Souls that you must make it to. This well should destroy the Dragon King's essence. Um, should? <laughs> that is your eight bars! <laughs> <laughs> And if we suddenly go blank tonight, that's because we were reported and Disney took us down. Um, it's Universal, isn't it? Oh, it's no, Universal Disney for that one. Disney, oh, oh really? Disney. Yeah. Disney owns everything. <laughs> They've owned that for a long time. Whoever Disney is and whatever they own <laughs> in this land. Yes, of course. Lord Disney, he's got a very fancy castle. A couple of them, I think. <laughs> more than a couple. Mo- more yes. than a couple castles. I must meet this Lord Disney. Like, what, five but, now? Yeah. What of course. But the the well that you seek is where destruction should be had with uh, what's in that vial of yours. Ah, of mm. course, that makes sense. Who's currently carrying the vial? I believe Garth is. Uh, you notice that the vial looks iced over, but it's hot to the touch. That's very confusing. Curious, strange vial. Mm. Icy hot, that's what I'll call it. Great for sore muscles. Icy hot. I just uh, kind of rub it on this spot on my arm that's like been really just knotted up and boom, great. Let's go. What does it smell like? I'm not playing this game. <laughs> um, You're right. It's Call of Duty. <laughs> it's Call of Duty. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about my kill streak and what I'm going to call in next. Uh, uh, as... As Zet is telling you these things, you see him kind of watching the goblins pack up the tents and directing and pointing, uh, and he looks around. I I wish I could be of more service, but there are great needs that we must attend to, um, just to the south of here. Uh, I expect you're equipped... We, we, I think we have the weapons and such that we need. Um, quick question: Is it like a um, uh, pour the vial into the well, uh, drop the vial into the well, pull up a bucket of water from the well, and just dunk it real quick? What, uh, do you have an idea about that? I can't say. I've not been there myself. And those who have, um, like I said, they come back a little bit um, broken. Yes. Well. <laughs> I'm not. Well, all right. Nothing <laughs> like that pep talk. Let's go, guys. Uh, your good day that started off with good berries now took a weird turn. Yes. Right. Welcome to the good day, home. I can't think berries. of a single thing that Dragonborn just said that makes me feel cheerful or well, positive. It's not so I'm intrigued. The, the walk intrigued. to the wood. The walk intrigued. to the wood is uh, quite nice. No. <laughs> the Man. druid one, if I ever heard one. Uh, Rocks no. fall, druid dies. All right, keep going. No. Uh, he, he points off to um, the north of where you're at, and you see some okay. woods about uh, 
mile or two out. Perfect. And he, he looks across you lot. The walk to the woods is quite nice, but um, otherwise, I would agree with you, sir. The woods are just trees. No. Nope. Trees are just, just wood. <laughs> I wish I don't, I don't to go to the festival. <laughs> Into the woods. Into oh, the yes. Where? Okay. Well, uh, we should probably finish our breakfast. Can we not tell our DM that this is our musical episode? Clearly. I oh. I could, have gotten, I could have gotten all the tracks ready for Lauren, you guys. I Come think on. he got complacent because we just haven't sang that much in a while. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the best way to spread Christmas cheer. It's not well, Christmas. It's Christmas. Yeah. Christmas. We got so many gifts. Does it matter? Does it have to be Christmas to spread Christmas cheer? Oh uh, I, I'm going to go get some snacks. Please let me know when you guys are ready to play. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Also, oh, okay. hide crossbones. <laughs> crossbones, shadow reels, Java man. Thank you all for tuning really in. Fun. Thank yep. you for joining, sharing, sassy queen, all of those here. Oh. I found the druid. I found oh, the druid. Yes, they were here before. Yes, they were here before. Um, all right. So, um, shall we begin our slightly dark and dreary trek towards the woods? What could well, go wrong? That's what I always say. You no, know, I, I, it, it would be good um, to get started early. It, it does seem would like this. Be good. What? Um, you people. <laughs> I'm with you. Bradley. Dragon just starts walking towards the north. Let's go. I skip after him. It's a good thing we don't <laughs> play like the mental part of this game because. Uh, what? All of you failed to realize is there were. Um, a couple goblins walking past with a large beam strung above their heads. Aww. They didn't notice you, <laughs> and you all get knocked upside the head. I rolled perception, and the highest in your numbers was five. Um, <laughs> and I thought my passive was 14. You're, you're a little... Uh, Take 20 points of damage? Yeah. <laughs> Yes, thank you. Perfect. <laughs> I will let you uh, co-DM if you do those things for me. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, you, you all get kind of bumped into and jarred from your daydreams of musicals and uh, theater. And oh, yeah. You see the dragonborn kind of pointing and giving you a side eye like, what's going on? Um, are, are you m- mentally sound enough to enter the woods t- today? No, but anything that's perfect, because the woods are going to break us anyway, so if we go unbroken, maybe we'll come back whole. Do you have a point? You can't break what's already broken. All right, well... If it's not broke, don't fix it. I I must attend to a few things. Um, Enjoy your breakfast. And he, too, kind of steps back a little bit and walks away, shaking his head. It's moments like these that remind me why we shouldn't be in charge. (laughs) <laughs> of the kingdom? Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> the, the kings and queens having a royal breakfast and... Woo! Oh, we need to get moving. Yes. <laughs> Bye-bye! Bye-bye now! Bye-bye! <laughs> we should not let her have any more of that drink. I think <laughs> That's what I've been before. saying for weeks, you guys. But this, this, right, this bout of it, I think, was something extra strong. Seriously. Well, it was caffeinated by that kobold, so... Nah. Must be the new that bean holder's brew. a critical treasure. Man. 
It's like a blacksmith. In response to Shadow Reel's question, I think it's margaritas. <laughs> what? IRL, yes. In show, it's Java. Mm. Yeah. We so I take that whatever way you want. So I think Drax is already so there. Already yeah. Dra- Dracland and Rumiel are hustling to hour. it. <laughs> where, where is everybody? Oh, oh okay. I guess I'm alone. Hey, Bush. I was going to say, once, once we get there, I do want to um, take a few moments. Um, I'm going to try to do a ritual before we get into the forest. Um, I'm going to cast... Um, should we, should we check that we get to the forest okay? Sure. He said it was the, getting to the forest was fine. The clear walk to the forest yeah. is very, very pleasant. There's a light breeze coming across the plain. Uh, it's open in both directions. Some tall grass in the fields. Uh, a couple bovine grays off to one side. Uh, you do see a large um, elk-like creature uh, bound off in the distance. Uh, mm. It's it's quite peaceful out here. <clears throat> the walk to the forest allows you to have about half hour of time for you lot to discuss amongst yourselves, uh, cast anything that you wish. This is uh, a moment that uh, you players or you as the party get to prepare. Kind of just play with. Yep, you get to prepare. Um, I want to use a ritual to cast um, speak with animals. Okay. Um, that'll last for. Well, I was going to do it once we like yeah, get there because yeah. it only lasts for like ten minutes. Um, so I want to get there, cast it, and then I'll be looking for an animal to talk to. Um, so that'll be my stuff. If everyone else wants to do anything else, I'll leave that open. Are there wildflowers? There are a few here and there. There's uh, purple, yellow, and orange wildflowers that you get to see. Fantastic. I would like two of each color that I will pick as we walk. All right. You may have two of each color. If you do need to note those, you may. If not, have fun with those. Great. (laughs) As as we're walking, I'll kind of sidle up next to Aria at one point and be like, so I've been thinking about this idea of confusing our enemies. Tell me what you think. And I'll cast Mask of Many Faces on myself to make myself look like Ari. And then I'll, like, smile. Just, like, after, right after she had the, the shot of coffee, I'll just be like, <laughs> how, how do I look? Is that what I look like? <laughs> Ooh, oops. Oh, uh, no, no, of course not. I'll, like, take it oops. away immediately. Like, uh, of, of course not. Never, never mind. And I'll just start walking away. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. I really... I. I like it. I've always wanted a sister. Yeah, that I messed up the smile. It, it, that's not what you look like. That's not what you look like. I messed it up. That is exactly what she looks like. I just, yes. just it is exact. <laughs> no, that's really that's really quite clever. And then I'll turn into Romeo. Oh, oh, is it? Is it? <laughs> uh, I'm probably still like concentrating. He's just walking next to me as me. I'm just like, oh. <laughs> what did I drink? <laughs> oh no, what have I done to the group? <laughs> Meanwhile, I am tying the flowers into a flower chain. I knew right. we were going to do that. And then I will tie it off and put it on my head. 
There you go. I figure if we're going to be royalty, I should start to practice. And I wave to the birds. <laughs> yeah, she's lost it. That java juice was, uh... <laughs> wow. That must oh. have been the special, special java juice. Uh, anything else that you would like it's to do as you approach? Valari, Astro, Garth. I'm just here. Uh, I turn to Draquin. Be Valari! Be Valari! Oh, sure. No problem. I'll turn into Valari real quick. Garth moves 30 feet away. <laughs> I'll, I'll Eldritch Blast right next to Garth's face. Just like over his head. <laughs> obviously over his head. <laughs> Garth is just like running towards the woods. <laughs> and the party speeds up. It's a 24 it's gone out of hand. I apologize. And I'll drop the Valari look. <laughs> this is amazing. All right. Uh, now that you've had your fun, you are about 100 feet from what appears to be the entrance of the forest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you're making your way up, you see a human male come walking out in very tattered leather armor, and he kind of drops to his knees and looks around and starts grabbing handfuls of grass and ripping it up and throwing it in, like, kind of celebration almost. And you hear him let out a, a big sigh and start bawling and fall face first into the grass. Um, run up to him. And Are you alright? He, he kind of sits up and tears are running down his face. He's got some grass kind of stuck to it. Ah, I, I think I've made it. Is this... Am I out of the forest? You yes. are indeed, sir. I, I was in there for... A day? A, w- a week? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The forest is a magical and wonderful... No. A weird place. <laughs> oh. I had friends. The friends friends were with me at one point. Do I have friends with... So you are quite alone. Oh. Well. Huh, well, my, my friends. Um. Huh. They're... They must be... Somewhere in the forest still. But I'm here. I'm out. We're going in the forest. Any uh-huh. pointers? Oh, uh, the forest isn't your friend, but it wants to be. And, um, let it? Don't, no, don't let it. No, no, no. Uh, oh, I don't know. The forest, it changes. It's different. You, you, you might see some things. You might not. Um. So what you're saying is the cake is a lie. The, the cake? There's cake? Where's the cake? I want cake. It's been oh, it's been a, a while since I've eaten. Do you guys happen to have any food on you by chance? I gave him some rations. I was already marking it off my sheet. You got the good berry, man. He can have rations. Like he needs a full. Like he needs <laughs> he can no, but I mean, like he needs real like. No, that's a day's meal and health. Like, some that's, king. He, yeah, but we're going to he made it. He, he takes the rations and begins digging into them. Oh, this is good. Oh, man. Well, sir, there's a camp that's packing up. It's about a mile if you continue this direction. Um, we have business in the woods, but you've made it out thus far. Um, if you continue on this path, you will find um, men who can take care of you. Uh, okay. Um, we can keep an eye out for your friends. How many were you traveling with? I think two, three. 
Oh, oh, it's so hard. The, the forest is... I don't know. I, the forest plays tricks. That's the only thing. I think there were three of us. What's your name? If we find them, we can tell them that we saw you and you made it. My 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 name, Feldar's what? Feldar's what they've called me. Okay, oh, Feldar. What, what? What town is is near? Standing Rock. Uh, okay. I can't say I've heard of that. I can't say I know which town I was supposed to get to. I think I'm just gonna lay here and eat my food for a few minutes. You said there's a a group of warriors that way. Yeah, it, precisely. Uh, uh-huh. I'm going to kind of point him in the direction and say, well, take a breath. Uh-huh. Breathe some good air now that you are out of the forest. And the direction that you are going, that you are facing, that is where you will find the camp. Oh, okay. Well, uh, um, good luck in whatever you try to find in there, whether it's treasure or something else. I don't know. Good luck. Thanks. And he kind of just starts picking at the food and sighs a big sigh and just continues to look around in confusion as he doesn't seem to know where he's fully at. Should we, like, all hold on to a rope? Are we going to lose each other in there? Which isn't a bad idea. Oh, I agree. Not a bad idea. Okay. Oh. I start unspooling my rope. Here we go. Anyone want to volunteer to lead? I mean, I'm oh. happy to do it, but maybe, yeah, Druid. Oh, no, I'm more than happy to. I'll be behind I'm you. For once actually feeling at home. <laughs> In crazy town? You have no idea. No, I do. Okay, <laughs> I was going to say, I think I, I think I... Let's go. So I'll get in line. I have no idea. Yeah, you might be a little out of place here. (laughs) My only concern, you guys, is, like, we're tying this... We're tying each other together. We're holding. We're not tying. Oh, I thought we were tying around I heard tying. Um, on my... I'm understanding hoping. is just gripping. Okay, Dracon I was like, I really just don't think (laughs) it's a good idea. So uh, that young man, uh... I'll just point out that if he had been holding a rope with his friends, he would have let go of the rope because he thought it was fun. Did anybody else experience what I just experienced? He's mad. Yeah, he was pretty mad. So I think we should all loop it around our waists. But the problem with that is if something happens to one, we're pretty much all being taken down. It could be like instead of tying it, it's just like around us. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you would like duck out of it. Um, That's fair. I was thinking just cutting it, but. Yeah, you could also just cut it. I've got a dagger. I have a healing rope. You have a what? Assuming you have time to. That is the normal rope. It heals itself. If you cut it, it it heals. I know, but it just. Okay, oh, um, I'll probably, I'll probably, okay, want? if we're really going to do this, I'm just going to hold it. <laughs> okay. So All who, right. who's fastened, who's holding? It is looped around me so I could easily shimmy out. Me too. Okay. Oh, wait, okay. maybe I'll just hold it because everyone else is high. No, um, I, I, but go. the thing, okay. 
I just have thought to do something. Like, we also could just not do the rope if people are not wanting to. I'm not sure that that's completely wise, given the... The looping is more dangerous than the tying, because now there's a loose rope around your waist, and if something happens at two ends... <laughs> Sliced mm. in you're half. Not, you're not shimmying out of the rope. Yes, but I feel like the rope would almost launch you in just a comical way, and you would land on your face. I will hold it. I am holding it in my hand. My sword is in my other hand. My shield is attached to my arm. Fair. That's all I gotta say about that. Fine, I'll just hold the rope. I mean, do what you want. I'm just saying, like, these are some things that should probably be accounted for. Also, we should say, hello, Penguin Witch Doctor. Hello, Penguin Witch Witch Doctor. (laughs) Great, okay. Let the madness commence. Who's who's the Penguin Witch? Whatever. Um, I will probably tie the rope around my waist to leave both my hands free if I'm in the lead. All right. So wait, who? so you're tied... Rumiel's in the lead in tying. Actually, I will, but first of all, I'm going to, since I still have my, probably don't have much time left, but my Speak With Animals is still um, active. Yep. Um, I'm going to look around for any sort of wildlife. I I talk Astro behind, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Astro's not going to know anything, so. In front of you, you do see in the edges of the forest, it looks like there may have been, um, a deer or a wolf that had passed through as some of the brush had been pushed apart. Uh, it looks like a, a heavily traveled spot for wildlife, okay. but you don't see anything immediately. So you would most likely assume there's something just inside. Okay. Then I will call out using my speak with animals. Yep. Um, Inhabitants of the forest, come to our aid. We require your help. A moment goes by and... A ram comes walking out and looks around. Um, I'm going to, like, kind of um, bow as a matter of, like, respect to this beast because, he's, you know, um, <laughs> herd of bunnies. That's amazing. As um, you bow, it rams into you. <laughs> I'll ram you. It, it drops one knee as well, seeing that mm-hmm. you are the source, and stands up. Mm-hmm. What is it that you need? We are looking for a well um, that could be magical. Um, do you know uh, where we might find such a thing in this great forest? But you, you travel into this forest willingly. That, no, I would not. This forest does weird things to the humans that come through. Well, good thing I'm not a human. Well... Uh, <laughs> But if you seek this well, I hear there's one deep in the center of the forest. But I don't go very deep as I get wary of the monsters within. Do you know any creature which would have the soul and spirit to take a trek into the heart of the forest? A creature that goes into the forest? Oh. Must be one of the ones that lives in the forest. One that's tainted by the forest. Because most of the creatures that you would know, Druid, are only about 
50 to 100 feet into here before it gets spooky. (laughs) (laughs) He's waiting. (laughs) You've been waiting for that. Gosh. Well, thank you for for your help, um, good Ram. And um, if you would be so kind as to either guide us or as far as you will or to point us in a direction, um, need has driven us into this forest and we must carry on. Um, any further assistance that you may give is certainly welcome. But if you follow me this way, I'll show you the path to go. And he cautiously walks down the path that looks like it's been trodden by the humans, the one that you saw uh, the man come out of. Uh, And he looks around back and forth as he walks through and noses at some brush here and there as if he's checking for things. Um, And he stops about 50 feet down this path, and you see at that point in the path uh, where it was more worn... I'm signaling them to follow. I follow. Yeah. Uh, Follow the same rope. Where where the the ram stops, it seems like the path forward has been trodden on by um, the humanoids more. There's less mm-hmm. paw and hoof prints than you'd seen on the path before. And this is where the ram stops and looks up at you and says, This is the way that you must travel. Bah! And he, he hops off. <laughs> the whole time, all of you have been hearing basically that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Rumil sounding like a complete nutso talking to this ram. Rumil, a bummer that your speak with animals spell didn't work that time. <laughs> uh, on the contrary, uh, we need to follow this path, uh, so the ram said. Um, uh, unfortunately- you were talking to it? Well, yes, of naturally. Oh, we thought you were just making ram noises. <laughs> well, I wasn't well, making I seen that before. <laughs> it's a, it's a bit of a skill that I have. Um, it's quite clever. <clears throat> it comes in handy when you're in the forest, which I haven't been for a while. Um, but uh, it it does appear that the way that we are going is rather treacherous. Most of the animals will not go near the heart of the forest. I inquired as to if there would be anyone willing to guide us, and there wasn't much um, of a response there. So um, he has pointed us to this path. This is as close as I think we can get, um, and I don't know that we will have much help from any of the other creatures. On the contrary, um, it does seem like creatures who are, he said, the ones who go to the heart of the forest are the ones tainted by the forest. Um, ergo, we must keep our wits about us. No one in the forest is a friend. Well, not yet. At this point in the forest, you do notice that uh, the lush greenery above uh, that mm. you'd walk through letting some of the sunlight in had gotten a bit more dense above. Uh, and to carry on forward, it's a, a bit darker uh, path. Of course. It's not completely dark, but it is uh, a lot less full of the the greens and blues as the sun beating down through the leaves can't make it through the thickness of the forest ahead. Um, is visibility an issue? 
Visibility is not an issue. Uh, okay. There are some shadows here and there that are a little bit darker, but you can still see into them. Uh, those with dark vision are able to see fairly normally into those shadows as they're not super dark. It's just a bit more of that uh, eye taking shape to the light changes. So would you classify this as a dim, dark area? Not, not, oh, not dim, dim, dark, but it is... Dim or- it is uh, like the thick of a forest uh, where it is tough to get broad daylight, but it I would There's classify on the edge of dim, I guess. Sure. No. I, I was just curious if, if um, I needed to produce flame and no, no, you give can, us a bit of a light source, but it doesn't sound like it. Your visibility is quite strong through. Uh, you'll see little well, I wasn't thinking about me. I was thinking about through. Yeah. the ones behind us. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, Thank those you. those without dark vision can see fairly well through. There's just a couple okay. pockets up against some trees, uh, sure. in little areas where it's a little darker, where the the forest is thicker above. Okay, um, going into this section, I guess going through the forest and having uh, a knowledge of druidic, um, do I see any signs in the forest of um, either? other people who may have left things or do I get um, anything from the forest with that language knowledge in my, in yeah, my mind? You, you do notice uh, Penguin, Penguin Witch Doctor was reading my notes that there's some vampire bunnies hanging from the trees. What are they uh, going to do? Yeah. Nibble our bumps? Yes. Uh, no, so what you do notice is it's that... Uh, vampire bunny, but yeah, yeah. Bunicula. It's a very good book. Bunicula! Uh, Bunicula is not here today. Sorry, Penguin it's Witch Doctor. But... Um, uh, what you do notice is that the foliage on the ground looks a little bit less um, grown as you'd expect it to be. It looks trampled and moved and pushed about, but not in any patterns, like something I'd walk through. Almost as if right. some, some larger thing came through and just pushed their hand through it. Uh, but you don't, you don't think of it as like some large creature messing it about. It just looks like, sure. it just the, looks wear, like a- the wear and the movement is irregular. Uh, there are spots where you might see like a slight path going in one direction and then another jagged path a different direction, um, almost as if the forest has moved on itself. Um, but the path in front of us, is that is that a continuous path or does it kind of do this no, whole regular, it's, irregular start and stop? Thing? It's some regular start stopping. It is worn in bits that kind of lead in. You do notice mm-hmm. at points that it branches, um, but there's bits and pieces that kind of hang into the path, so it doesn't look like it's a, a straight uh, direction of where you need to go. Okay, okay. Um, as I'm starting to move forward, I'll mention this to you, DM. Mm-hmm. Um, Everyone else, I plug do- their ears. <laughs> oh, no, I don't know that's a... Um, I do have the Wanderer feature with an excellent memory for maps and geography. Yep. Um, I don't know, like, obviously it sounds like the force is going to be tampering with that a bit. Yep. Um, but just to be aware that as I'm moving through, I'll have a kind of a general knowledge, but if this force starts shifting, obviously that's going to play havoc with yep. memory and stuff. So, Perfect. yep. Um, I've said my piece. Well, I'm, I don't know that we have much of a choice at this point. Um, we, we rather need to move into this space um, in order to get rid of the Dragon King, but it's uh, we need to be cautious, certainly. I have my weapons ready. Alright. 
Uh, you carry on forward then. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you carry on forward, you you beat through the brush a little bit, and then you get back onto a little bit of the the worn path. Uh, the path gets less and less mm. beaten down and worn um, mm. at certain areas, and you make it into a, a mild clearing, which looks like you have uh, a direction forward and a little, one a little off to your left and one off to your right. Uh, there's a couple beams of light that shine through around the area, but they don't illuminate much more than some worn spaces that uh, are able to be walked through. I need everyone at this point, however, to roll perception, please. It's a 20, right? Yep, a d20, you roll your perception, I will take your roll or your natural. Well, speaking of natural, I rolled a natural 20. You rolled a natural 20. Plus one, so 21. We got a 22, a 21. 15. 14. Sorry. 14, 15. 12. 12. All right. Uh, Drakland, Ari, Valari, uh, and not the doggo. Drakland, Ari, and Valari, uh, you failed to notice that uh, a large branch on a vine comes swinging down towards you. Uh, Rumiel... And Garth, you do see this come falling out of a tree, uh, and it does look to Rumiel as if it just kind of broke off and is swinging mm-hmm. some, with some of the vines that had uh, been attached to it. Um, mm-hmm. You do get about a second at most to react to this, so you two may do whatever you wish. The other three are facing a different direction. Does well, it help that I can't be surprised? Okay. I will say if if Rumiel decides to dodge, which I'm assuming he like he's going to try and move out of the way. Yep. Um, everyone is holding on to a rope that is attached to my waist. Yep. So I'm going to move out of the way. I am going to move too. out of the way. You're moving out of the way. As you both move out of the way, um, I will let a re-roll happen for those of you who are holding on to the rope. What kind of roll is this? It's uh, a yeah. perception. We'll allow a perception yeah. to have a reroll as you feel the pull. Okay, uh, 19. 19. Oh, wait a second. My first roll was supposed to be at disadvantage. Oh, oh yeah. Roll right. again, see what happens. So this is still first roll. Yep, this is your first roll. first roll, which was a 15. Yep. Which would have garnered a re- uh, this, this a, re- a reroll on this. So Rumiel okay. was the only one that noticed. Oh, but now an 18. All right. Uh, that does pass. Uh, Dracula, what was your second one? Uh, it was a six. So six. I was like, Rumiel, you're so weird. Uh, Same. As, out of the way. Same. As a few of you jump out of the way, um, I am going to have Dracland and Valari take two points of damage and get knocked over. Uh, it's bludgeoning damage if you have anything that... Uh, would lessen that. Uh, the tree branch comes swinging down and slams into you and kind of drops into the forest floor as it goes past. It's not incredibly huge, but enough to knock one off their feet. Oh. That was weird. I agree. Um, I'm going to look around for trip wires or vines or something like that. 
You don't seem to notice any trip wires. You do notice okay. that there are some viney tendrils that go across the forest floor, but not as if they were attached to uh, this event, but more as if like the forest has just vines everywhere and feels right. the presence of creatures within. Um, given that... Keep... I was just going to say, we must keep our wits about us. Of course, of course. Um, I'm going to kind of kneel, put a hand on, on some of the vines, uh, looking for two things. Mm-hmm. Um, one, if there is a magical well, it's possible that there's a spring water, like a river where these might draw water from. Mm-hmm. So if I can like do a kind of a magic trace through the roots or something like that, but also trying to sense some of the intent of, and just atmosphere of the woods. Yeah. As you put your hand down on these vines and really try mm-hmm. to mentally connect with it, you feel mm-hmm. that uh, this is almost as if it's a nervous system to the forest. These vines grow up onto the trees and you, for a brief second, almost see a, a glint of all of the vines light up in your view uh, to notice that it's not just a, a single vine structure, but the forest is connected all by mm-hmm. these vines growing across the floor. Uh, you can't mm-hmm. get much more information other than to understand that the forest is well aware of uh, everything within it based on, on these vines. Well, um, it would seem that the vines that you see, and I'll kind of gesture to the ones that are around, um, they seem to be some sort of uh, connectivity around the forest. Um, they know we're, the forest knows that we're here, and these vines seem to be a way of them sending communications to different parts of the forest. Hmm. Um, there may be a way. We may be able to kind of stunt them in certain ways. I know if we could, if we had, could possibly mold earth over them, but that would make travel very, very slow. We might be able to kind of cover them with dirt, but I don't know that there's any way of masking our presence. My feelings from the forest, I'm guessing I'll look to you, DM, um, was that it wasn't exactly looking for... it seems pretty self-contained, and I don't know that I can influence it a whole lot. Is that accurate? Yeah, or not? it seemed it seemed a bit more to understand that your presence is here, mm-hmm. but it didn't seem to uh, attempt any form of communication back or forth. Right. It was kind of this is me. The end. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't. It's kind of walling me out. This is me. Would it interpret the mold earth as? Like an aggress, as an aggression towards it. Don't want to do that. Well, my only thought was if not necessarily excavating, you know, a lot of la- a lot of dirt, but just merely trying to cover up and muffle our steps a bit. Um, but again, that would make passage. I mean, you and I could together maybe do. I don't like it. Every every few seconds. So how is it? Do we know how does it sense and know our presence? Do we know that? It seems as if these vines. Uh, we I don't know 
for certain, whether it can sense the air or just through because uh, if it's through tactile. Vib- I say if it's through the vibrations and there's like of our then there's nothing, there's nothing we, can we can do. No, and I not particularly. Ramil, could you send B1RD up and have it scout out these three paths, and we can at least figure out? Oh, there's three paths. I thought there were two. There's roughly three paths ahead of you: one okay. straight and okay. one on either side. I fear the forest may not appreciate him, but um, it does seem to be kind of our best chance at this point because um, I don't. We don't really have a way of telling. So either uh, that, or we could just boldly go where no one has been before. If we just want to, you know, go for a walk and pick a path. <laughs> what? I feel um, like... I'm gonna, I'm... Oh, go. I just feel like, based on past experiences, it doesn't necessarily matter which path we're going to pick, because it seems like this forest is going to choose change that. That's true. And so the path that we choose that looks like the right one may not be the right one later, so I feel like it's kind of just an arbitrary we're going to go this way. AKA, she's read my notes and said the DM's going to lead you... (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I mean, that's a good point. If the force can change, then it really doesn't matter which path we choose. We we don't have any evidence that the force can change, though. Well, I'm thinking back to... I know, Jacqueline, you weren't there for this, but we've encountered houses that only can be accessed on certain nights and then like there's like extra rooms sometimes and sometimes there's not so I'm um, being triggered what? that was a bad oh yeah so I mean if this is anything like the wood that that house was made of or anything even similar Mm mm-hmm so I'm, I don't know, just drawing from past experience is what I'm doing, because I don't know. I That's... vote we go right. That way we know that it's the right way. Uh, okay, I... What was the problem with sending the bird up? Um, nothing yet. I'm going to actually try something. I'm going to yeah. call B1RD and just kind of see what his reaction is. B1RD, who is, uh... Chris- it in my pocket. Yeah, so he's he collapsed. Be outward. Yeah, he's collapsed into your pocket, and you lift him out, yeah. and he unfolds into the bird structure, and looks up at you and chirps, and then I'll looks look around. His morning flame bath. There you go. He takes his morning flame bath for a moment, and then he looks around and mm-hmm. looks at you with a chirp, as if to ask, "What is it that you wish?" Mm-hmm. While he does that, it like gave me an idea, and I'm gonna have like. I don't know how I'm going to communicate this, but I basically am, like, trying to ask Astro to come up to, like, where the paths merge and to, like... So you're just saying, here, boy, sniff and around yeah. and... Mm. You're like, get, like, his around. instincts yeah. and stuff. So Astro's running up, and you're kind of pointing him in directions as the bird's getting the, the flame bath, and Astro does sniff around and kind of play around, and he picks up a stick and <clears throat> looks around, holds this little stick in his mouth, and just... Well, it seems Start sniffing around. Oh, okay, Hopefully you're too, early. too much puppy. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll at the same time pull out my book and be like, let's see which way the kitty chooses. And I'll open <laughs> it up. A, a very old, very fluffy gray cat is laying there. It looks up at you and goes, meow, and licks Which paw. way, kitty? Meow. 
<laughs> just kind of looks around and then notices the bird in Draclan's hand and its eyes get a little bigger and, and starts to let a little rumble in its throat and stands up and the tail flicks a little bit, but with less vigor than a young cat. Is the cat and it a hungry leaps, cat? It leaps off of the page of the book, and as it does, it disappears, and the book pages close up on you. Is, was the cat's name Raymond? Raymond. What? What, what was the? It was sharp. Paw did it lick? Oh, the right sharp. one. <laughs> okay. It did lick its right paw, and you said which would it pick? That's not true enough. The right. Um, I'm just going to keep B1RD on my shoulder. I'm not necessarily going to send him out at this point. He seems right. pretty comfortable. And if he starts to get uncomfortable, um, then I'll try something. Uh, the canary in the mines. Precisely. Garth. Garth is going to take a quiet moment to himself. And as he's just like very internally, like focusing himself. He just uh, speaks the name Avarine and just, like, looks for divine guidance, the divination in this moment to see if there's any help. It's quiet. Well, that was fun. And as, as you seek into the quietness for an answer, one word comes floating back to you and it is danger <laughs> I don't think that was Avarine it's not what he sounded like Are before there, well but I'll take the warning danger well wait wait danger that could be about the force but when you think about going right and I just had this feeling of danger. <laughs> I think it's just the forest that's. I dangerous. think we're overinterpreting this. Um, yeah. Let's go right. And I mean, I think Valari has a very good point. I think uh, it doesn't really matter. And I think everyone says right. So I'm, okay. I'm fine with that. Wait, just to clarify, you all know that the cats don't actually mean anything, right? Oh, trust me, I'm very well aware. Okay, just want to make sure. I mean, that, I've just been doing that gig as a joke. I just wanted to make sure we were yeah, all on the stage. They don't actually know anything. I feel well, like as I've... a druid seeing the cats, it's like, well, I'm really, still maintaining... we're going off of this? <laughs> I think I'm still maintaining my feeling like it doesn't really matter which way we pick because it's going to change. I think that's a very good point. To be honest, that might be the... If there's one that seems to lead to the heart of the forest, that's that's it. But other than that, everything it's, can change. So, is there a path where the air smells less foul? That was going to be my next question. The, I mean, the air is a bit musty as there's not an active breeze through here, but there isn't any foulness or stench in any direction that you notice. Okay, great. Well, I'm going right. We've deliberated long enough. I'll take the right path. Shadowreel says do a hunt on Gretel and just leave some crumbs behind, but I feel like Astro would, like, follow and eat up all the bread as we're going. <laughs> That's fair. All right. All right, you, we're going right. You proceed right. How do you proceed? Similar order? 
I'm leading. Uh, summon a longsword at my hip. Summoning a longsword uh, here carefully. Does that mean you're looking for anything specifically? You're, you're I am footing. looking for vines. Everywhere. I am looking for monsters. I am looking for danger. I've had a lot of Java. I can look for multiple things at once. Right. <laughs> so as, as your number one thing, vines, you notice vines are everywhere and your eyes get really big as the Java kicks in and you just are mildly more focused on the fact that there's vines everywhere. Awesome. She walks how motorcycle drivers drive. Just like... Zigzagging everywhere. <laughs> just watching everything. Alright, you do walk forward and the path <laughs> seems to weave a little bit from what you could tell. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you get up to uh, what seems to be almost a, a small clearing... Uh, you notice a, a unbooted foot uh, kind of sitting amongst uh, some of the foliage. And as you look, you do notice that there's a seemingly a not-too-long-dead remainder there. I was going to say, is there a person attached to the foot, yes. or is it just a foot? No, 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 there's... As you notice the toes as the light's coming in, you notice that there's no boot on the foot. Uh, it's just kind of in a stocking of sorts. Uh, and then there's a red powder across the stocking. Um, and you do look up across this corpse, and you do see that uh, it's almost as if this woman had dressed for the under armor of the day but the metal armor she would have put on top of the under armor is gone, except for a couple little very rusted pieces kind of sitting uh, where the breastplate would be and a few pieces on the legs. Uh, but she's covered mostly in a very red uh, dust where the rest of the armor would be. Uh, the sword at her side, the hilt is basically all that's left uh, with a very rusted off uh, main part of the sword. The blade is all but gone. Ew. Um, can I roll something to figure that out? The can, you roll, can you roll That's something? red dust. Uh, what would you like to roll? Um, would that be like a history check on if I've heard of any sort of red dust? Yeah, okay. you, can, you can roll a history check. You said this is a recently deceased. Yeah, she looks like she's only been dead maybe a day or two. Oh. Uh, that is a 22. A 22. As you ease in just a little bit to study what's going on, you realize that uh, the armor and the under armor that she's wearing seems to have been completely rusted through uh, to the point of destruction. You notice the blade is completely rusted through uh, and you think that you've heard of these creatures in the past uh, that most people just call them the rust monster uh, where they eat through metal as if it's nothing uh, and allow them to make precise strikes to kill their prey. Um, You do see that there is a stab wound just under the rib cage and a small cut across the neck of this woman as if it took a couple precise hits to kill off its prey. 
We must be careful. I do believe there are creatures, uh, rust monsters. They go after any metal you are wearing, any weapons, so that they can get a better, quicker, cleaner kill shot. Mm-hmm. Ari, uh, do you have a cloak of some kind uh, from back when we were with TikTok? I do. That you can use to maybe cover up the metal and and uh, and hide uh, your yeah. armor a bit? I'll put my cloak on. And I'm going to switch to my great axe for a bit. Okay. I'm going to get my great axe out just so I have some distance option. All right. Of the rest of you, do you do anything here? Um, I think I, Garth's going to put on his hood or his cloak that he has. Um, and he's going to, the Navar cloak, and he's going to put up the hood to cover his circlet that he's wearing. All right. And he's going to tuck his necklace of protection down underneath. He's just like, metal. Hide all the metal! Um, I'll call B1RD back into my pocket. He falls up and drops into your pocket. Um, anything else you'd like to do as you've now seen this? You should be alright, but... Oh! Uh, Rumil, Rumil, could you look for tracks? For whatever creature might have done this, uh, see if uh, they've come back this way anytime recently. Um, I'll, yeah, I'll see if I can find anything around. I don't want to disturb the remains. That red dust is a bit suspicious, and I don't want to start, you know, puffing up clouds. Um, but just to see if there's anything. Yeah, uh, as. Around. As you walk around looking for tracks, you do uh, seem to see what looks like a few zigzags through the brush around as if uh, Mm -hmm. someone had lost their way trying to figure out uh, where they were going. You do notice a little bit of um, some broken sticks and leaves that look like there was a a small fight just next to where this this body had laid. Um, And then you do find a very small oblong leather satchel uh, could only carry maybe a dagger within it um, mm. and otherwise that's that's all you see um does the satchel have anything like any of this dust on it is it just kind of flung away from the person uh, it seems it's about 10 or 11 feet away from her uh, it seems like it might have been uh, dropped or uh, misplaced during the battle as it's kind of in okay. the, the beat down brush. There's no dust okay. on it. There's no emblems that you can see. Nothing that uh, calls out what it is. Sure. Um, I'll check it out just to see if this person was carrying anything on them. Yeah. Uh, you open it up, and within there's a small note that speaks of a crypt of treasure in the wandering woods. Um, and it speaks that the, the treasure is so vast that it is well worth an expedition in such deadly forests. Um, there's four copper, um, a, a small bit of, it looks like some dried meat that might have been a snack or a meal, uh, and a very gnarled looking uh, old beat up wand. A wand? Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'll take the satchel, just kind of Unless, as long as it seems to be in like decent condition, it seems to be in pretty good condition. There is no uh, attached rope or 
object to hang it off of. There is a, almost a, oh, okay. a a belt loop that you could hook it onto any of your belts or clasp it or tie it sure. onto anything. Uh, on to a belt on the the front where the leather clasps together. There is a very small emblem that looks like it was from uh, whoever had created it. It's a very ornate L V and a circle around it. Oh. Um, I will take the. Um, oh, uh, lot. that makes more sense than Louis Vuitton. <laughs> Louis thought, Vuitton. Uh, he he did come through the portal briefly and gave out a few bags, but I thought it was a Louis Vuitton. Carried, bag. carried on with Steve. Um, Steve. Okay. I will take the satchel back. Mm-hmm. Maybe it uh, was Louis Vuitton. And kind of hand the note to uh, just kind of gesture to the group. Um, whoever would like to take a look at this note, it does appear that this uh, group came in with uh, as an expedition to find some treasure, which appears to be buried in this forest. Um, a bit treacherous, really, if anyone would like to take a look at that. Um, also, Garth, mm-hmm. I believe this may be more of your expertise, and I will carefully take out the wand and present it. Um... My knowledge of, like, I don't know, Arcana. I'm more of a nature guy than an Arcana guy, so this seems more of yeah, more yeah, of your domain. That, so if you would we'll, like to in, inspect this. I could roll an Arcana just to see if I come out with anything right away, and if not, I can do Detect Magic. Yeah. Um, uh, sorry, the note, you were able to read it and understand everything? Okay. Just me. Uh, Arcana is a 16. Alright, you notice as you, uh, pick up this wand, it doesn't carry many special properties to it, but every time you look at it from different angles, it seems to change just a little bit, and you feel that there's a an aura of confusion or, uh, displacement about this wand, um, and you expect its power to be somewhat... Uh, chaotic in that manner, but you're not sure what it does. It seems to be a very uh, odd wand. Uh, chaotic in nature. Uh, if we have ten minutes, uh, if not, uh, I guess I could always um, do it the the short way. No, don't use it. Uh, oh, no, we have to take ten minutes. I didn't prepare that one today. So we take ten minutes... Um, no? You don't want to take 10 minutes? I would leave it to the group. I think it's fine. Yeah, do it. Um, While he's going to do that, I'm going to try and scout around a little bit, see if I can pick up any more of the path. All right. As you scout around, you notice that the path goes in many directions, um, and... You rotate through and you remember roughly where you came from, but you also feel that that wasn't where you actually were. It was almost if the forest mm-hmm. had rotated around you a little bit. Gotcha. So as not to disturb Garth and his um, rituals, um, I'll mention that to the rest of the group. Um, 
After scouting around a bit, the path is very irregular and it's hard to make out, but it does... I don't know, there's something about it. My sense of direction tells us tells me that we came from a particular direction, but that does not appear to be the direction that we came from. It, it seems as if what the ram said was true in that the forest does seem to move about a bit. Um, getting through and coming out was going to be very difficult. Fun. I look oh, out to the trees. <laughs> I was like, specifically not to you. I was like, see, it Fun doesn't matter the- what path we took. Fun is one of the words in the spell. Why can't we be friends? And Why can't we be friends? Eight bars. And Just, as, you know. as you're all trying to figure this out, the moment hits where Garth has cast Detect Magic, correct? Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, you look down at the wand, and it comes across as this is a enchanted wand. It's a wand of enchantment of some sort. You can't quite understand what the enchantment is or what it casts, but you know that it is fully enchantment that is the school of magic that surrounds this thing. Hmm. Well, it's uh, enchanted with something. That's what I got. Well, okay. Um... Anything else for here? Otherwise, I believe we should probably continue on. Uh, I would hate to get trapped in here after dark, though that seems to be a very real possibility. Lead on, Ramil. We'll follow you. Pick away anyway. I will try and uh, sort through the path as well as I can. All right. As you you proceed forward, and you believe this is the forward of the direction that you were going, uh, the forest seems changed, almost as if you've... uh, not backtracked natural. on yourself a little bit. Um, and you notice that you come into the same little clearing at a different angle. Uh, this time, it feels like the first time you approached. Um, but now, straight like across... Like the clearing with the triple, with, with the triple split or yeah, with the, the body? the split point. Um, okay. You do look straight across, and instead of being the direction you'd expect, the entrance is straight out from you. You see some bright light. um, And you do notice that off to the side, there is that branch that had fallen down at you and it still lays on the forest floor. The forest seems to have circled us back around. We're going around in circles. We're going in circles. I think it's... I wonder if there's a pastel nearby. Can you smell it? Anyway. At this point, as you're looking around, you do notice that uh, there is another corpse straight ahead, laying up kind of against a tree. Um, Unfortunately, it looks like it's laying in the tree a bit more, um, as if the tree has come around uh, this person. They look like they've been dead a bit longer. Uh, from what you can tell, the skin that you do see is a bit more pale. Um, but like I said, they are kind of engulfed by the tree a little bit. Um, Mm. and you see hands and a lower torso kind of sticking out. Uh, you do see some of their gear laid out as if they had set it down to take a rest and laid up against the thing. Um... 
I don't like this place. My Java is all worn off. I'm gonna mage hand over and like if there's a bag or anything. There, there is a small satchel, um, but it appears as you kind of poke at it that it's been emptied and it looks like it carried some food. Uh, and there's just a few crumbs left in it. Okay, I'm trying to find. I'm like, if there's anything else, I'm just trying to find if he had any paperwork on him, anything that's like, why was he here? A clue. Um, you do notice that uh, on the one hand that's kind of laying up on a leg, there's a, a bright golden band on one of uh, the fingers. Um, not so much like a, a wedding band, but something that is definitely enchanted, and it kind of pulses and glows a little bit. If you use mage hand, I, like, take the ring off his finger. All right. As you bring it back close to you, the ring definitely has a magical quality to it. Uh, and because your detect magic is still active for just a few moments longer, uh, you do notice that it's got a bit of uh, divination about it. Ooh. This, this is enchanted with divination magic. That's Isn't that what you do? That's what I do! Okay. Do you, uh, do you all mind if I... No. Be wary. Yeah. But it's not of the forest, it's from outside the forest, so you're probably much better off. Way to find out. Slip on the ring. You slip on the ring, and... No, no disappearing. Uh, as you slip on the ring, you feel a slight pulse to the ring, as if it is uh, getting acclimated to its new owner. Uh, the glowing dies down a little bit. And you almost feel as if uh, the ring is trying to understand you a, a little bit, uh, but you feel no fear in it. Uh, you feel no maliciousness. It just It's almost as if um, some of the, the items that you've gained in the past, as if you're becoming accustomed to owning its true power. Yes. Wonderful. Oh, Rumiel, do you know what happened? Uh, I don't know how you druid folk operate, but you don't have a way to talk to trees, do you, or plants? Uh, there is a way to talk to the plants. Um, unfortunately, I don't necessarily... I don't have a good way of doing that on me right now. <laughs> okay. I, I just was wondering, because it seems like this tree has eaten this person. Yeah, maybe don't touch the trees or lean up by the trees or... I'll kind of stick my blade into the tree just to make sure it's not an illusion. As you stick your blade into the tree, it catches like wood normally would catch a blade. Uh, but when you stick the blade into the tree a little bit, you notice the bark starts to ease up on the edges of the blade as if it's trying to pull the blade into itself a little bit. Huh. I will... I'll grab a gold coin and I'll stick it into the tree and let go. As you stick the coin onto the tree, it grasps onto it within a matter of a, a second or so, and you're able to remove pressure, and the coin gets mostly sucked into the tree, and you see just a little bit of the golden edge sticking out, as if it seems the tree can't pull the entirety of uh, its prey into it. Nope. This tree nope. eats things. Nope. Nope. Ari, right, put your hand on there. Nope. <laughs> Let's um, let's maybe Can just we go? stay off or stay on the trail. 
I'm doing my very best. Um, this we forest is a bit odd. We went to the right path, and it? now it looks like we came back on which path? The main path. It looks like you came back on the path that was straight ahead um, from that, the entrance. So right. if, if the so entrance the is at the bottom, you took the one to the right, uh, but it looks mm-hmm. like you came back on the one from the top. Um, so that leaves right. the left. That's the way to Mordor. Left is all that's left. So the leftmost path, which is to your right at the moment, essentially coming from the opposite yeah, direction. Right. Uh, so right is right is right. I guess. Correct. Uh, you do walk forward a bit more, and wrong? there is a little bit of a beam of light coming down from the the forest opening up ahead. Uh, in this beam of light, you do notice there's a indented, pounded-down piece of ground, and you can see that the plants around that area are flattened a bit, uh, and it sinks down a foot or two. And it's about 20 feet ahead of you as you're coming up to this light. Is there any shape to it? Shape to the indentation? Uh It seems almost as if if it's like a a bowl shape, concaved in as if something was smashing into an area. Is it like, uh, does it almost look like it was a perfect sphere? No, it looks, it looks bowl shaped. Uh, not like a, not like a cylinder, like something just came straight down. Uh, but it looks, it looks, uh, upside down bowl cut. No, uh, but it does look more like something had smashed in an area and the center was more smashed in and the outsides were hit less. Gotcha. Okay. Um, being in the lead... Um, I will take my staff, kind of wave it back and forth across the light. As you wave it back and forth across the light, you do notice that it's daylight coming down. Uh, And as you wave it back and forth across the light, you kind of look into this smashed-in area and Mm -hmm. catch a glimpse of uh, the remains of, it looks like, an orc that had been smashed to bits by something that as you kind of look, it seems to be bark and branches uh, as if the trees were almost coming in at this orc. Oh! Well! Um, well, it appears that there's been an orc here that has been absolutely decimated by these trees. Um... I don't know exactly what the trigger for the trap is. Um, but it might not be a trap. The forest may just like, just dislike that's, the evil of all. That's also my thought. Um, and I've I've tried waving, you know, breaking the light, um, just in case that had anything to do with it, and it does not seem to. In any case, I do think it would be wise to stay away from uh, the hole. Let's go around it. So watch your step here. Okay. Uh, I'm going to proceed rather cautiously. Okay. Um, I don't know how wide the path is, but trying to stay more or less on the path that I can pick out. Um, the, but the path seemed to have gone straight through where this orc was mm-hmm. smashed in, so the beam of light is only about 10 or 12 feet 
in diameter. So you're able mm-hmm. to kind of push through the brush around it, uh, being careful not to touch any of the trees. Yes. I'm just saying under my breath, we're here as friends. We're here to do good. We're your friends. We're here to do good. <laughs> uh, as you're pushing around it, you see that it, there's a small glint on the far side of uh, this smashed-in area, and mm-hmm. it shines like a, a bright coin, um, and it catches Astro's eye, and he goes bolting through this area and gets to the other side, and just as he gets to the other side and scoops up this coin, a branch comes smashing down in the center and comes back up, and Astro is standing there holding the coin, bright blue, and teleports right back next to Valari's feet and is, like, bristled in all directions, and he spits out the coin and puts his little butt down and his eyes are wide and he just looks around and lets out a little whimper and then kind of leans his head up against Valari's leg. I scratch his head and I take the coin from his mouth. Oh, he had dropped the coin in front of him. Uh, And this little dude is now terrified as he'd walked through the light searching, searching out for this little shiny thing. Um, as you pick up the coin, Valar, you notice that it is the shiniest uh, golden coin on one side. But as you flip it over, it is worn and ugly. And it has, instead of like a, a royal uh, imprint, it's got a skull imprint on that side. Um, you feel as you look on the incredibly shiny bright side that there's good things, but as you flip it over, there's incredibly bad things. Huh, it's like a... literally a two-sided coin. Yes, but... Don't flip it. Can I roll an arcana check? Or I guess I might not have seen... Well, I've seen everything that Astro did. Mm -hmm. You watched it, yeah. Uh, I think you were... In marching order, you were near enough to Valari to uh, take a look at the coin as Astro dropped it, and... uh, Valaria picked it up. Um, please roll an Arcana check if you wish to try and understand what you glimpsed. Seventeen. Seventeen. Uh, you look at this coin and you understand that uh, you've seen such objects in the past, uh, but never with such clarity on both sides. They tend to be um, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, and twenty-sided things. Uh, with a little less understanding to uh, their outcomes. But this one has true outcome on either side. Mm. Yes, this is very interesting. This is um, almost uh, tells you what will happen, either good or bad. And I understand. You think, well, yes, a uh, flip of the coin, heads or tails. But this holds true weight. It's a fairly light coin in your pocket, however. It's like, it's not very heavy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like it. It's... uh, uh, How do I put it? uh, it, it, um, Real good stuff happens, or real bad stuff happens. But it doesn't decide, it just knows it's gonna happen? No, I think it... That has yet to be determined. Would I know this as... Would I know it as, like, a... More than just a thing of chance, would I know it as, like, a divining tool? Just being yeah. a wizard? 
divination? You you would know this to be more of a divining tool, and you would you would know that uh, such tools uh, only have um, a use per couple days because of the amount of divination that is expelled in use. Mm. Yes, no, I I do believe that it would uh, it would tell us right or wrong, but only possibly once for a few days because uh, the great toll. Um, and also you do know that uh, it has to have intention behind it in order to um, be used, so just dropping it and flipping it around in your hand without really requesting its aid uh, is safe to an extent, as long as you're not thinking about an outcome of something. Um... He had just dropped it on the ground. Astro had just dropped it out of fear. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, like was trying to flip fear. it or do anything with there it. There wasn't sure. anything. No. no. I, For sure. no. I was just curious if there was like... Astro He's was a doggy bone ahead! Flip. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. Should we keep going? I mean, what option do we have? Let's keep going. Astro. <laughs> I, I believe that's probably our only course of action at this point. Yeah. So, guys, like this, like really funny joke. I feel just developed from the um, from the chat. And it's mm-hmm. like, so what did um, Valari's dog drop the coin on? Mm. Astro woof. Instead of astro, astro turf. turf. <laughs> oh my, we're starting to get some footballs. <laughs> in here. Some of the sport things. Hashtag day 300 or whatever without sports. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is now sports. Uh, We will be running D&D sessions which are football related. Every play is going to be a roll of... No. (laughs) No no kidding though. I just saw an ad for a tabletop baseball game. Um, We used to play football in elementary school. Well that's just like yeah, but this is like you have baseball players. They're going around bases. You're rolling to see how it hits. Like Nat, nat twenty, I get to second. Yeah. <laughs> but that hey, just Gigi. proves how boring baseball is. Oh. It's a number oh. game. Oh. Real, lead us down the this, path. This is this is a different topic. <laughs> uh, as as Rumil clears into what seems to be the path ahead. Um, um, cleanly shaven, uh, well-dressed man is standing there. He is wearing fine leathers and uh, has a a gleaming sword at his side. And he's looking around as if to uh, figure his next step. And he turns and looks at you all and looks up and goes, Oh, I see that um, you must be lost in the woods with me. Uh, Do you you know... Do you know which... Directionism. Which? It depends on where you're trying to go. Very well, good point. You see, I've been traveling with some friends, and they said they would meet me up along where. Ferrault? The, the Crips. Oh. Was your friend Ferrault? Or what, what was his name? Ferrault? Feldar. Yeah. Huh? Yes, Feldar. Feldar is in my group, and he said he would be up um, near the crypt somewhere. Yeah, no, he's not in the woods anymore, dude. He left. He escaped. Well, he made made it out. Uh, How many companions were supposed to meet you? 
Were there two others? There, One other. there were two others, and we had um, an orc guide here. And, oh, um, yeah, the orc is probably dead. Probably dead? What did you no. do to him? No, we saw a I dead orc. Was to be honest, sir, we have encountered on our travels in the forest two bodies. Um, three. Two. Oh. True. Two bodies and one. No, I guess this is three. Um, there was a, a body by the side of the road which had. Uh, it was a female, I believe. Um, Did she have uh, bright, gleaming armor? Well, I mean, she probably used to. It rusted off. I'll I'll use mask of many faces to. I'm assuming when we saw her, we could see what she looked like. You right? can see her face. Yeah, yep. She's not even dead. I'll, I'll mask of many faces myself to look like her. Like, is is this her? Valin, that is her. Okay, well, yeah, she's dead. Well, she's gone. Uh, and then the the fellow who sat by the tree was kind of eaten by the tree, and then I'll mask of many faces to look like that person as well. Uh, you didn't get to see his face. Pants. You saw okay. from like. Mid torso down. Okay, so okay, just so mid torso down. Does it look like this? <laughs> does his pants look like? That hey, does. We got raided. That, Hello, that my brother. it's Link's here and party. Hey, hey. Welcome, raid. Thank you. It's Link's here for the raid. Thank you for all who came through. Uh, just as a quick uh, break from our story here, uh, we are a Dungeons and Dragons fifth edition group. Uh, we're playing through a massive campaign right now, and these players are finding themselves in a forest that uh, seems to change in and of itself, and they have just met someone else. Uh, for those of you who don't know, a raid is another channel uh, is probably finishing up their time for the evening, and they send all of their people watching to another to channel. a different channel. They yeah. host that channel, and then they throw everyone into the chat. Uh, sometimes the raiders will spam the chat. Uh, we didn't get spammed in the chat at the moment, but uh, that's what <laughs> yeah. happens when like there's 30 new people that just blow the chat up. But also, um, thanks for hosting too. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, thank, so you. thank you, thank you, thank you. The raid and the host. Um, so, um, Lord Dracula just sold the guy the pants, and we're like, look at the, yes, look at the pants. Yes. Oh, you, you, are you sure that was the man that you saw? Yes. He, he can't replicate it if he didn't see it. Are you, are you oh, yes. positive? Uh, that yes. ring. Mm. That was my brother. Oh, he got Ooh. eaten by a tree. Eaten by a tree? Valari, maybe you shouldn't be the one telling him these what? things. Somebody's gotta just tell him. There's he, no yes, good well, way I, to say this. He looks around at the trees and kind of like tries to center himself away from any of the trees. That's probably a good thing, but and, um, uh, Dracula, show him, the, show him the orc. Oh, the orc too, and I'll mask me face myself into the orc. Uh, um, beat to smithereens. I, it was, and it's kind of hard to face, but I do my best. It's like he got some smushes all around. He, he turns and kind of squints and says, oh, mm, that was our guide. Uh, yeah, he gets it. He um, was. So he knows. Well, it seems that um, I am without a party, and I am without a map, and without a guide. You should probably make your way out. <laughs> which way is out? I've been trying to figure um, which way is in as well. Best we can tell it's that way. And as as you're all talking, the few of you that point, I'll point in different directions. Uh, as you all are now completely unawares of which direction is which, including those who uh, have the ability to know. Really? It's not even something we could roll on? The You can roll on it, but I will tell you it'll be a DC 25, so if you can catch that, 
uh, then you are, point, you are oh, pointing in the direction. What? You what are we rolling against? Uh, it should be your history. Oh no, I'm not going to get a 25. Oh. There's no way. I was going to say, could I use? I, I would I get gonna it with a use survival for tracking. You can use survival for tracking for that. Uh, I got a 22, 22. so I missed it. Yeah, can I you, use stealth? No. no I'm just <laughs> Volari just <laughs> turns invisible at this moment. <laughs> uh, I turn to the mm, straight. But no, I'm not going to point. Uh, why were you here? What was your He's, question? We were right? looking for the treasure thing. Why, why are to... you here? That's what he said. Listen. I... We're looking for a well. Well, then you're not looking for what I'm looking for. I'm looking for mm, a crypt of treasures. And if you do help me with it, I will give you a share of um, the treasure. We're uh, not treasure hunting. Uh, 50 50, if you wish. Is he dense? We're looking for a well. We're not looking for treasure. Good, good sir. Good sir. Yes. You can, you can attempt to look for your treasure. Uh, at the moment, all of us are looking for a magical well. Your compatriots, who are also looking for the treasure, seem to have um, passed on, and they are now part of the forest in a decomposing sort of sense. Um, so, um, in that I case, invite he... you to accompany to accompany us. Perhaps together we may all find a way out. Um, however, if you wish to continue your search for the treasure, understand you will be alone in a forest that has consumed the rest of your party. Well, not the it, one guy. We're not out. looking for a way out, though. No, but if we can add one more person, that could be one more soul in a battle, one more set of eyes. One we more liability. One more person to help, Valari. Well, if um, if it means that I might have the aid of others, um, I will I will join you. And um, the offer still stands. If we find my treasure, um, it's a fifty-fifty split. If we find your treasure, then we will help you. But it is not our main goal. We will try to keep you alive, but that is the only thing that we can guarantee. And I believe that is we are probably your best bet at this point. Well, if I have no other bets, then I guess I am part of your group for now. Uh, Until we have to sacrifice someone. What? Insight. I would like to roll insight just to see if I trust this chap. All right. Um, Eight. Eight. You trust him wholeheartedly. Uh, down, oh, down to his no. nice little dimple in his smile. That oh, you no. believe that uh, he is true to his word, and he is a good companion to have. Welcome to the team. I shake his hand. What's your name? My name is Delgon. I Del- wanna, I wanna check something though. Does he have anything on him? Yeah, he's got. A yeah, he's got sword. armor, a gleaming, a gleaming sword. He's got a small satchel on his back, but nothing like. Small, like he's holding his sword, right? I mm-hmm. assume he doesn't mm-hmm. have like. I'm not sure where you're going. Like with a this. dagger. Or I anything. don't know either. What do you? What do you? Uh, not that you can see. No. Okay, never mind. I'd like to roll insight too, just to see if yeah, um, yeah. he's a threat. I wanted to text his like reflexes and his awareness. Oh, okay. So I was gonna try and take something from him. 
it's a 12. It's a 12. Uh, you seem to have no issue with the man. Uh, you do think that he is um, a bit off his rocker as he seemed to be just lost without his, his friends and uh, just wandering this forest alone. Okay. All right. If this is a Beauty and the Beast situation and he's actually like a beautiful sorceress hiding, I want the points for helping him. Don't turn us into beasts. Uh, another option, just to throw it out there for the group, is I could just give him the ability to fly and he could just go up and out and leave this place. I like that. I Personally. Probably, quite frankly, he's probably very concerned about his treasure. If we do happen to stumble upon it, I'm not... I'm not opposed to helping the man. Um, he could also be, like I said, another set of eyes, another sword, should anything go wrong. Give him um, the option. We gave him the option. He seemed willing to come with us. But flying. Well, but we didn't give him the option to fly out. So I think that's Still something gone. we should do. We could fly you out of this forest. Well, yeah. Or you How good is your range on that flying spell? <laughs> <laughs> you see him fly up and over and then just crash through yeah. the forest up ahead. Also, <laughs> I just give it to somebody and then they have it for a time. I don't have to stay in range. Huh? Are we sure that he can even get up through the branches? If these trees are alive... That, that was kind of a... I'll say this quietly. That was kind of like a second part of doing this just to oh, see you how it works. Oh, this poor chap I mean, here. we just... Okay. The boys got armor and glowing sword. He I should have the option. Fun. We are burning daylight. Let's go. He can oh, stay here and the trees can eat him or we can send him flying and the trees can eat him. Let's Move go. forward. He's with us. Moving on. The trees are hungry. Uh... <laughs> As you move forward, this is a great time. Uh, we are going to take a brief break, uh, get some snacks, uh, bio break, uh, hang out for a few minutes. We're going to try and keep this as we're all in our own homes and we don't have a shared restroom. We're going to try and keep this to Just... 10 minutes. Uh, we'll have a countdown timer for 10 minutes. Uh, so players, on your marks, get set. Uh We'll have quiet music. Our intro video will play when we come back. So those of you who are watching should be able to hear us. Uh, Shadow Reels, it was great to have you uh, get some rest. I know it's yeah. late there. Um, the rest of y'all, yeah. we'll see you in 10 minutes. And with that, let me unlock this thing and go here and uh, main page. And we're going to go on to break. And the
All right, welcome back from break. We are excited to uh, continue this wonderful, terrible, amazing storyline here. Um, hopefully you've got your snacks, your drinks, etc. Before we dive back in, just a reminder, uh, watch our Instagram. You can find that below on the links here on Twitch. Otherwise, if you're listening in, it's Instagram's handle of herebedragonsdnd. So here be dragons, the letters D and D. Just like the Twitch handle. Just like the Twitch handle, just like everything but our uh, actual. So yeah, there's going to be two giveaways. One will be through Instagram. I think entries will be open for about two weeks. Um, The result of that, the winner will get to choose one of our shirts. So go check on our merch page. um, Check out what we have because you'll get to choose any of our shirt options that we will ship, and then also. Um, on the str- what? No, I'm just laughing. Nathan's trying to hide any crunchiness. It's okay. We can't hear you over here. Crunch um, away. No, we can't. We and can't. then on <laughs> June 6th for season finale, yep. we'll also be giving away a shirt during stream. Yep. Um, that will so- only require you to be in the stream chat for just a few minutes and interact with the bot that will help facilitate the giveaway. If you're not here when it happens... It's okay. Let's we'll contact you. So, um, and it's not it's not exclusive to North America. So, whoever you are, whoever your friends are, feel free to check it if out. If you have friends, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but like like Lindsay just said, we do have a season finale on June sixth. So this storyline wraps then. Uh, we do have a extra episode, as she did allude to, on May 30, so in two weeks. We will have that episode. Uh, it will be a one-shot. It'll be something fun, different, uh, and we're going to enjoy that there. Uh, but that's when we will announce the Instagram giveaway again, something you don't have to be present on the stream when we announce it. We'll contact you on Instagram as well. Um, the Instagram post to like, follow, share, etc., We'll go live in the next day or two if it hasn't already. Um, And we will have that up. We'll call it out on our Insta and various places so you do get reminded to do what you need to to get an eligible chance to win. Uh, But again, check out the merch link below. Uh, All of our merchandise will be there that you can choose from. And if you do decide to support us, uh, we get a little bit of money from those shirts as well to help fund out our set and all the other fun stuff that we do, such as our giveaways. Uh, but yeah, we're going back into the story. Um, the players had walked into this uh, forest that has changed out from under them, found a few dead bodies, and now has found one of the remaining party members. It's um, a trap! Potentially a trap. Yeah, I think he's fine. Uh, he's not just like we and, are. In, so. in chat, Awesome Shoe is recommending that you run. So, uh, Austin, I think that might be directed to you. Run. Well, no, I was that Penguin Witch Doctor said they'd be right back, so oh, I turned them Oh, okay. <laughs> that blue color that they assigned to you is really hard to read, though. Eh, whatever. Just so you know. I don't know why. It just They assigned me blue? On mine, it's orange. It's very clear. Mine, too. Yeah. Magic. All right. Uh, so you have met Delgan, and he is uh, part of your party looking for treasure, uh, but wanting to stick with others in the forest. That makes sense. We proceed with caution. And excitement. We have to. (laughs) And for treasure! 
<laughs> and dragons! What? Dragons! Have you seen dragons around here? Well, I mean, we fought two a couple miles from here, but its I'm sure we're fine. Well, they headed this way! No, we fought yeah. them. We well, fought them. It's fine. Now a man, so you can take whatever you want from that. This forest is um, intriguing, to say the least. How long have you been here, sir? You seem to me the most sane person that we have run into. One of them was crazy. Three of them were dead. So that's not really great odds. I, s- I was about to say that's a relative saying that he's most sane. So... It's not very stiff competition, but you are using coherent words. The competition does seem like it would be um, stiff at this point if they're dead. Rigamortis in all considered. Oh, uh, your brother, was dude. Was one of those people your brother? Well, he chose to venture into um, <laughs> this forest. In different ways. My coping will be to gain my brother's share. Yeah. To... He's going to get one of us possibly killed. I'm just going to throw that out there. Or all of us possibly killed, but treasure. Uh, oh, Delgon, do, do you want treasure? Look at this. And I'll, I'll open my cat book in <laughs> oh. front of him. <laughs> what is that? Oh, I'm very allergic to kittens, but it. this kitten is amazing. And a little gray kitten is sitting on the, on the pages, mewing softly and staring right up at Delgon. Oh, Quite a cute little fella. Have you named him? Hmm. I'll close it and then reopen it again for a different cat. A very, uh, scraggly, like, junkyard cat is sitting there and it lets out a... Oh, no, don't... Turn it back, turn it back. Make him open (laughs) it, make him open it. (laughs) Doesn't work that way. Close it and walk on. (laughs) I'm walking. Yeah, we're moving. So well, what is with this with forest? Us. No. Oh, let someone keep an eye on him. He can keep an eye on himself. He's a big he, boy. He kind of uh, trods up and is almost shoulder to shoulder with you, Rumiel, as he wants to be kind of the leader in finding his treasure. I'm just going to kind of, not like, like, you know, I don't know how to, you like, the challenge of power. Like side eye, not like not like that, but just like really, I'm a druid who lives in the forest. You really okay? You're welcome to, but this is literally what I do. <laughs> wow, you say a lot with one look. He he returns the look, and it says, "I'm a treasure hunter, and I go as far as I must, and I leave bodies behind in my wake for treasure." So this is what I, I do. You see that look. <laughs> Don't trust him. All right. Well, it's your funeral, and I will bury you among the vines. These silent uh, conversations go on as you both walk forward, <laughs> and you get into the first clearing that looks like pathway has been placed. Uh, it's a almost a. Okay. 20 foot by 20 foot square that is stonework that had been laid into the ground. It's got moss covered over it as if it's been there for many years. Uh, at the far side of this, there is a small tomb esque opening uh, that leads into the ground. And just as it's a the exchange of looks stops, Delgon looks forward and goes, This must be the crypt! Ha! Ah, the treasure is just ahead! 
But how did you know the crypt was this way? Let's, uh, go, Goth. We're looking for a well. I, I don't think anyone can know which direction anything is in this forest. Uh, I think the forest leads people where it needs them. Then it needs us to find the treasure. It must be um, a burden for the forest to guard. I, I can guard it myself. Please. After yeah. you. I, I'm gonna probably, like, if he wants to take a look at the treasure, that's fine. I don't know. I feel like I could care less. Um, we need to find the well. Are there other paths I, yeah, around I'm here? looking for a well, and I'm going to be looking through the stone area to make sure that, like, I'm looking for traps, essentially. Well, Either man-made or natural-made. Now, now, really quickly, though. Yes, of course. Have we considered the idea that the well may be in with this crypt? I mean, it is a crypt, after all. And it is possible. We've, we've told you we're looking for a well. We didn't happen to mention it's called the Well of Souls. Is that at all aligned with your quest? My quest was um, heaps of treasure from King's past, but um, there, there could be a well in this crypt of sorts. If it's a well of souls, it could be anything. Um, A well of souls to me in my travels would say... Maybe it's just um, a small pot of curses or something, but um, maybe it's a, a fountain, maybe it's a puddle. Oh, I've never searched for a well of souls in my time. We could always flip the coin about going down. I don't know if we should... But, uh, but I'm, hold on but, to it. All I'm saying is that if I were a... Uh, if I were looking for a well of souls, I would try to look where uh, more souls would have been kept, and where do you keep people dead, especially, but a crypt? No, that make you. Yeah, a very good point, Garth. Huh, good point indeed. What do I see around the edges of the square? Around the edges of the square, the forest has mm. grown up. Uh, you do see a couple little worn-in paths in all directions, even from around the crypt, as if. Uh, Humanoids have passed through here at some point. Uh, nothing to uh, Rumil's senses says that it is a yeah. creature of any sort, uh, but it does look worn in all directions as if things have come and gone, um, but nothing in particular sticks out. Rumil, I know what your senses have gotten thrown off, but does this feel like we're near the center? I'm going to kind of take a venture out into the middle, look up, look around. Um, if I don't get anything, I'm, my thought is to pull one R, uh, B1RD out. All right. Uh, make, first of all, well, well, we'll go from there. I have... Yeah, yeah. Um, so as you walk out into the center, there's about 10 feet on any side of you, uh, mm-hmm. and you look up, and you're able to catch a little bit of sunlight, and you can tell that um, you have traveled for about a half a day or more now it looks like it's mid-afternoon um and as you start realizing the time you start understanding that uh the hunger pangs that would have hit around lunchtime are now just mildly there and it feels almost as if 
time has passed at different rates um, that you're not quite sure if you're in the same day or the following day but it's time is off to you as you've looked around uh, but there's nothing else that you can see within this cleared air area well Ari I I, I have to admit that I am a, a, a bit con- confused um, and I don't want that to come off as oh the random guy got confused um being in a forest is something I'm very familiar with, and my I can usually keep a very good idea of directions and where we've been. And I've I've never really been lost before. This forest is baffling, truly baffling. Um, we may be near the middle. Your your gut says that you're most likely near-ish to the middle. We we might be near. We've been traveling for a while, but to be completely honest, my whole sense of uh, direction and even time has been skewed in this place, and that is that is something that is not natural at all. In in all of my days walking and, and roaming forests, I have never had an experience like this. Well, all right. Show us traps. Shall we venture in and see if our treasures lay together? I'm willing to give it a shot. Logic tells me it's possible. There's other paths around, though, that right? Like from what yeah, was described, some, somewhere that looks like it's come in from all sides or left yeah. from all sides. Okay. Uh, I just think that if I was going to have traps or something to kill people it would be around the treasure which could be the well could not I mean what about the coin that was an interesting idea Ari the Lari's call I mean if you guys really feel like this is because you know um, I imagine it has limited uses in a day so Mm. if we're fine assuming that like we only get one try with it and I mean it has to be a yes or no so I I just don't you know this feels like a is the well in the crypt mm-hmm. yes versus is the well where is the well isn't a question we can ask it right mm-hmm. yeah. I think that sounds pretty pretty fair That it would probably be a yes or no. Makes sense to me. Yes, if you guys really want me to, I can do it. Only if you want to, though. Astro found it. It is yours. If you want to save it, that is your choice. And we can just proceed and search for traps. Um, okay. I guess I just... Take it out and flip it. You flip the coin. All right. Well, what what question are you asking? What is your intent? Seriously, I the one we just said is the well in the crypt or not? Is the well in the crypt or not? It flips onto the brightly golden side, 
and as it flips and lands on the golden side, uh, a spectral image of a sword comes out, and it floats there as if it's guarding or protecting, uh, and then it turns and starts pointing, and it points towards the crypt, and then turns a little bit away from the crypt, as if pointing in a direction. That's not helpful. Well, now, which way did... It pointed to the crypt first. I'm guessing it's... it's. I sorry, Golgoth, I'm just excited. No, is it's it down to the right, or...? Yes, is it pointing to the right or to the left? It's pointing point? It's pointing to the right of the crypt. But I'm saying, like, do we think this means down the crypt and to the right? Or does this mean that we just go to the right of the crypt? I would say that it's po- it first pointed to the crypt. Mm-hmm. Because the question was, is it in the crypt? It pointed us to the crypt, and, and then it, it said, cold. go to the right. That would be my understanding. Uh, that would I would agree with that. Draculin? Agreed. All right. Well, I search for traps. So, uh, are we just leaving the crypt of treasure? No. Um, we're going down. No, we're going down. What are you talking oh, about? we're going we down. Our, your lucky day, fellow. Our goals might be aligned. Agreed. It's, this is your lucky day. Perfect. Again, 50-50 if you wish to tip me some of the 50 of yours for... Are you absurd, man? You wouldn't know there was a crypt of treasure here without Actually, me. Actually, we did. Oh. Well, in that case, 50-50. It was in the 50, note. 50. Um, let us head inside. Um, I guess one of you knows the directions? Yes. Ish. Ish. More or less. Then, lead on. Okay. Uh, I'll lead. As we get to the entrance, I'm going to stop and look for traps. As you get to the entrance and stop and look for traps, you see nothing here. No vines, no tripwires, nothing at the door. Uh, There's some steps that lead down. Uh, It darkens about... 10 to 12 steps down uh, and you can't really see where it goes from there. I light a torch. I will also light a torch. I will conjure a flame. I just keep walking forward. You keep walking forward. As you all flame, though. As you we all create light. It's 30 feet um, of light. <laughs> I'm also going to put my great axe away and get my longsword out so I ha- can have a hand for all each. Right. I have ten torches. I might as well use them at some point. Well, that's fair. That's fair. And now you have a uh, a flaming thing with which to hit things with, should the need arise. Exactly. As you <laughs> head down the stairs, you notice that it's only about 30 steps down, and then it opens into a bit of a cavern. Uh, the floor is worn as if it might have had treasure stored within it. Uh, there's no open uh, burial sites down here. On the walls it looks like there's some plating, uh, some large stone plates that could have been removed and uh, corpses have been placed in them. All of the mm-hmm. stones have been removed, but it's empty within. Uh, this crypt is quite like empty vacant of everything. Uh, the crypt goes about That's 60 true. feet deep uh, and as you are able to peer down, you do notice that there is one body impaled on the floor about 40 feet from you. 
Like something coming out of the floor? Something coming out of the floor impaled this person, uh, and the blood that surrounds it looks like it, it has some tackiness to it as if it's been only a couple days. Ah, Forrestal. He was good. He was very, very good. What? What? It's raiders. If no one I um, so I imagine <laughs> I stopped at the bottom oh. of these like stairs or the end of the hall or whatever, mm-hmm. and I see this. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna take the um the bedroll out of my pack. Okay. And I'm gonna like throw it into the room. It drops and bounces and rolls across the floor just a little bit. Uh, but nothing happens if you're trying to spring any traps. Is that what your intent was? Yeah, I just wanted okay. to check some stuff. Uh, nothing happens as it bounces and rolls across the floor. Um, <laughs> to clarify, it is seven pounds. It is the heaviest thing in my pack. Okay. That's what you chose <laughs> that. Okay. Um, no traps are sprung. Um, and it just lets out a few echoey thuds. Are there any offshoots, like anywhere we could turn right? No, it seems to be a a fairly straightforward, straightforward, empty, cavernous room that the people with dark vision can see the end, even. uh, And your lights kind of flicker out about what would be about halfway where this corpse is. If I do an arcana check, would that give me any knowledge? Kind of. It would give you a little bit of knowledge of... um, if you've seen magical things like a symbol on the floor or whatnot. I might as well. I'm going to do that. I'm also going to create dancing lights and I'm going to send them across the room. I think go up to 120 feet just Mm -hmm. so we can get some more light to see if there's like a spell that's dispelling the light or if just like to get us some light Mm -hmm. on the other side of the room too. All right. Uh, as you put the lights up, uh, you get to see all of the edges, and you do uh, illuminate this cavern fairly well. Uh, the the stonework here is quite ornate. Uh, it was a burial ground of sorts at one point, um, and you do see that there are dust spots as if almost bags or chests had been set, much smaller than a, a casket, but more like treasure chests. Cool. Uh Incredibly empty still, however. Um, You look around, you see no incantations uh, or markings, aside from what you see up ahead where the corpse is, that there's almost a line of um, loose rock that is bumped up a little bit, and it almost looks like the corpse is impaled over that. It's very small. Um, You would have known this uh, to be a very um, highly magical trap uh, as you had encountered one a handful of years back trying to steal uh, an artifact out yeah, of yeah. A, a keep. Cool. So I'm going to go to the center of the room and I'm like put my bedroll back in my pack and I'm going to like look around at the things to see what I know. I'm assuming none of us are tied by the rope at this moment if you're taking off. I wasn't tied. I was, we had been holding it. I had just been holding it. So I was 
not an advocate for tying personally, so. No, I, I, I misspoke. I apologize. No, it's okay. As far as the tying. Yeah, so if we had the rope, I had just let go of it because I had kept walking when you guys were trying to get light and stuff anyway, so. Yeah. So I'm, like, looking around and if, noticing if I, like, see anything, like, That's any your- kind of markings or, like... No, or uh, anything what, down there. What you do notice as you move forward that that little small raised lip of stone uh, definitely does appear to be the magical barrier yeah. that you've you've seen. Um, and as Garth had walked in a little bit, uh, and Dracland even, you would have kind of understood based on the impalement and the little lip that doesn't lead into a room, it's just kind of a lip in the middle of the room, that that was some uh, guard protection used in some more uh, older uh, castle builds where it was more of a tripwire, and it almost uh, worked in such a way that it would stab anything that wasn't uh, blessed with a a certain blessing as it tried to pass through. Uh, Just past that, however, the, the floor... Uh, as you get closer, is a different build, and it looks like it's dusted over, and as the movement in the room uh, stirs up a little bit of the dust, you see the floor is made of solid gold uh, just past uh, the guard stones. And behind you, you hear the, the extra of your party. Remember, even the smallest of gold would be split in um, 50-50. Just, if there's anything in here... Yeah, dude, I think your treasure's gone. Gone? But how? People took it? This place feels oddly familiar. And at that moment, you hear... I'm rounding on him at this point. You hear a thunderstorm brew outside. (laughs) And... Water starts pouring down the stairs and onto the floor. That's a torrential downpour happens. And I need you players to roll for initiative as you turn around and your additional party member now has a ghastly glow about him. Twenty-five. 25 for Ari. Garth. 25? That would be... Yep. 12. Do you for initiative? Lord I rolled Dracklin. 19 and I have a plus 6. Math. How do you wow. have a plus 6 to initiative? Because uh, it's on her strength. Because what? She has two for the feet. Alert. Oh! Okay, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I was like... I'm pretty sure my dex is higher, and you got a higher initiative, and I rolled a natural 20. So how in the world did you she beat has me? I get a plus, a plus extra plus. Uh, Lord Dracklin, what is okay. your score? I, I also rolled a natural 20 for a 23. 23. Dang. Rumiel, sir. 24. 24. Valari? As per usual, at the bottom with a 15. And a 15 isn't a normally bad No, I was like, oh, this Garth, is a good Garth, roll for me. Garth is at the bottom. So yeah, the but bottom. I'm... No, I'm not always at that, but I'm at the bottom. You're near the bottom, yeah. 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 All right. I was very pleased with my natural 20. <laughs> and Ari's like, no, I'm going to beat you with a 19. <laughs> 
I okay. need to. Well, I, I'm gonna well, need to check the balance on all your guys' dice. <laughs> this might be the first natural twenty I have rolled. And they're using blacksmith, so it's gonna be incredibly painful. Oh, I forgot that like half of you guys are using blacksmith. I don't know uh, if I can check Rich the doctor, balance on uh, those. Do exclamation roll and then space and then whatever you want. Yeah, there you go. So you can roll like 4d20 if you wish, using book notation. Uh, we do have some fun rolling, so you guys can roll along with us. Uh, perfect. So, as you turn around and you notice your new friend gets a ghastly glow about him, uh, his eyes hollow out, and he turns his head and looks at everyone and goes, It's my treasure! You have found it, and it is mine. I bet you the guy who's dead kind of looks a lot like, um, yep, Delgan. And as you uh, as you think that and look over your shoulder, the corpse stands to its feet off of the spike, and it is Delgan, and his corpse turns to fight. Yeah, uh, at the top of the order is Ari. Uh, you are... The whole group is essentially in between the zombie version of Delgin and the ghost version mm-hmm. of Delgin. What would you like to do, Ari? Well, seeing as I don't know how much a sword will do against ghosts... You also had your great axe out, last you said. No, before nope, we went in here, I said I put it away, and uh, I got my longsword out. So I'm going to go against zombie Delgin... With, yeah, with my longsword. All right. Great. That's what I'm going to do. You have a plus one at the moment as well. I do have a plus one at the moment. He is about Um, eight to ten feet away from you. So you do have to move to get to him. I will move to get to him. Does a 23 hit? If it doesn't, we're in serious trouble. (laughs) Does a 23 hit? No, it does not. We're playing by different rules. Bummer. AC for all my monsters is 90. Oh, in that case. (laughs) Magic missile. Magic missile. One chromatic orb. (laughs) Uh, So that'll be eight points of damage for the first swing. All right. And then I'm going to take my second swing. And that one's for sure not going to hit. Nine. A nine? Mm. Does not hit. Cool. I was uh, saying German. No, it does not hit. Okay, that's my turn. All right. Uh, that leads us to Rumiel. All right. Um, did Mr. Zombie get hit by the rust monster? No. He, he looks in pristine condition. Uh, he has a metal-handled sword... The rest of him is leather work. Okay, so... Gotcha. I know um, what you're thinking. Cooking <laughs> <laughs> book? At, at this um, moment, he strips of everything that is meant <laughs> <laughs> Um. Well, at least I can, I can make him weaponless. Um, I will... Um, heat metal. Okay. Uh, well, okay, we'll cast Shillelagh on my staff because it's a bonus action. Uh, and a cantrip, so we're just going to do that right away um, as I spin around, and then I will heat the metal in his sword. Seeing, like, Ari go to attack him, I want to, like, disarm him. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I will heat the metal of his sword. 
You'll heat the metal of his sword. Yes. Um, and he automatically takes 2d8 fire when I cast it. Okay. Um, and he needs to succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the object if he can. All right. So, please roll your 2d8. I'll roll the constitution. Okay. Uh, 14 on constitution save. Um, that ties. That ties. So, that goes to you. Um, I guess... Ty goes to the attacker. Right, but what, I guess in this case, what does that mean? It because means that you, you won. He, he failed the... the yeah, threat. he didn't he save. Drop it. Right, but I want him to hold... Okay, yeah, no, then he will drop it, because I'm going to disarm him. Right. He'll drop it. But uh, he will also take, on 2d8s, he's taking 14 points of damage. Yep. So as the zombie had uh, grabbed onto the the sword, getting prepared to attack, it glows bright red, and he drops it to the mm-hmm. ground. Uh, that hand that he had grabbed it with sears and... Uh, Almost falls off. Mm-hmm. Is that your turn, sir? Uh, yes. I've used my action and my bonus action. Um, how how far away am I? Am I from he? Uh, you're about twenty-ish okay. feet. Um, you're you standing mid room. Um, I will move to within. And let me make sure. Oh no, that's. Hold on. Mm. I would just like yeah. for the spellcasters, we have two bad guys, and I'm not in the way of both of them. So wait, we have. Two? I thought it was just one. No, there's it's two. The skeleton the and the gun. The oh, I thought. Okay, then I will. I I disarmed him, but I will move to engage the specter. Okay, so you turn oh, wait, around. No, hold up. Don't, hold don't up. do that. Literally, what she just said was, I'm not in the way. So you can use non area. <laughs> well, but, but you can shoot over. For spell people? I'm, they gonna, I'm had... hitting you with okay. Mel's minute meteors. Just you did it to yourself. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm, I'm hitting you with fireballs. I mean, I mean I'll just say, I'll just say at this point, too, you can see me with my sword and shield. About yeah. to run at the Spectre too. And you have a higher armor class, so I will let you take that. All right, um, so you don't. I'll, I'll you don't. Keep rush. metal, cast shillelagh, and be ready for All the right. next round. All right. And it is guard. Get permission to do what you must. You have my permission to do what you must, my friend. <laughs> um, I won't take offense. Uh, I I sword and shield. I'm just gonna run up and be like, I knew there was a reason. It gave you the junkyard cat. <laughs> I'm gonna swing it twice. <laughs> You're gonna swing at the ghost twice. Magic sword. Perfect. My sword is magical. Uh, the first one. Oh, sorry. My my bonus action was also to place hexblade's curse on it. All right. Uh, which, as part of that, um, yeah, that's it. I don't. I don't choose anything with that. Okay. The first one I think is gonna miss. That's an eleven. Uh, that does hit. That does hit. Mm-hmm. Alrighty, I'll take that. Uh, Let's see, it's a D8. Plus my Hexblade's Curse adds my proficiency bonus. Cool. Get it. So, nine damage. Nine nine damage. Nine? Nine magical damage. Well, that's the first one. That's the first one. And I swing again. Is that sub nine? 
And that's a 22 <laughs> to hit. All right. Hits. Or like a super And that one's going to be 11 damage. 11 damage. Okay, nice. so you swing oh, with your magical blade twice into this thing, and you see as it passes through, it tears at its ghost presence. Uh, it is Valari's turn. So, I'm in the middle, so I feel like there's like the skeleton on the one side and the other guy on the other on the stairs. Yeah. The other guy is just at the bottom of the stairs. So, I'm do you think I'm like equidistant or I'm yeah. closer to the you're, skeleton? You're most uh, you're probably because you were pushing forward, you're closer to the skeleton just by a little bit. Okay. Okay. Um and Astro is at your feet. And the thunderstorm tells me that lightning isn't going to do poop. Um, and it's not dark in here because they've made all the light, right? What? Why did the thunderstorm tell you the lightning? Oh, that was told her. That's what it told her. The Just go with it. Well, because the the thunderstorm started and the sky turned into the thing, and thunderstorms, thunder comes from lightning. So okay, logic, logic, yeah. perfect. Yep. Um. What stinks is it's actually hurt more by lightning. Yeah, yeah, that would be annoying. Yeah. Um, but nobody's in front of me. Right? I'm engaged with the skeleton, but I don't know what side. And she's he's on the in- other side of it. Yeah, I'm engaged uh, with she's, the she's directly in front of the skeleton. It's got angles if you go to either side if you want to shoot in at it. I guess skeleton's not accurate. The zombie. Zombie, zombie. yes. Oh. Zombie. So yeah, there is a lot of light, though, right? There isn't a lot of light, though. No, because no, they're all the, the light they created is gone. The I light have, they created is still fairly dim. I have so, a torch. So oh, it is. If she has a torch, is it yeah. still lit on your person? I think I so. have a torch. I said I light my torches. We're going down the stairs. They both light torches. You, he sword. conjured fire. You charged at it with, with your sword, correct? Uh huh. And no shield. No, no shield out. No shield. Okay, okay, okay. Then you do have bright light on it. So, it's so there's not dim no dim. Sorry. Boo. Okay. Well, that leaves me with an acidic chromatic orb. Um, Here it comes. Acid splash <laughs> in the, the face. Dice lets me. If Make a dash. Oh, plus I have plus five AC this round. Do I, I don't do. choose it right? It's the first yeah. round. It's the first round. Of it's only yep. the first round, so you got it right now. So if it attacks if it, me, if it goes for you, yep. Yes. But my shadow blade's just not worth it. Okay, it's okay. I'll do this. What are you doing? Oh no, not casting chromatic orb, because that's uh, a nine. You just cast chromatic orb. I know, but it's not doing. Oh, anything. I see what you're saying. It's a nine. What level were you attempting to cast it at? Well, I was going to do it at third, but... So you burn a third level slot. I understand how that works. <laughs> okay. You didn't need to explain oh. that to me. I just was asking. That's all. <laughs> yep. And then telling. Fair question. Salt in the wound is what you Sorry. were doing. Because you like it. But, you like it but, when no, it doesn't No, 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 hit. no. Here's, here's what it is. Here's what it is. <laughs> I need you to roll a, a D100, please. Well, I was going to do more stuff, but I'll roll both of them. It's fine. I'll roll that first. 
Because <laughs> 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 it might help. I don't know. Let's see. Unicorn. <laughs> no. See, okay. Penguin Witch Doctor, I have to clarify something. Our couch is super comfortable. So she so would be the one. He's <laughs> not allowed to sleep on the couch. If anything, it's he's not getting any covers and he's definitely getting a knee in the middle of the back in the middle of the back. <laughs> that's what that is. That's how that's handled in this house. No, you definitely don't get to sleep on the couch. You're definitely I'm um, learning new rules. <laughs> it's um an 87 oh that sounds interesting i don't think so i feel like it's something stupid like my feel, butterflies or some you feel shit. um a rejuvenating energy pulse through your body and it feels like you okay that's nice like, like um but life-giving but um good thing that my Firebolt was a bonus action with my with my font of magic. Okay. Hang on, let me search it, please. I'm trying to see. Mm -hmm. I think it's too. No, that's not font of magic. It is quickened. Yes. Yes. It's the meta magic. I was looking at the wrong list. I was trying to see how many points I was using. Um, yes, it is quickened. Um, so I'm gonna just try to go for a firebolt. Cause I can't. Get it! No, I don't think so. It's a 17. 17 on... You got hit. On who? What? On the skeleton? On the zombie thing? Yeah. On the hits. skeleton? The zombie thing? Yeah, it hits. Oh, okay. Well, hope so. I would hope us have. I hit with a. What? Say, it changed oh. his armor what? class. What level are we? We're, we're seven, right? Yeah. We're, we're level seven? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. So that's 2d10s. Because it's caster level? No, no yeah, because yeah. it's based on your. Yeah. yeah, it's a cantrip, so yeah. caster level. So you, you quickened your first spell, and then you cantripped your second spell. And the second spell is a 17, so... 17 and it's a hit, 17 damage. On oh, two D10s? Holy cow, get it! it was, yeah, it's it a, a 9 and an 8. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need to check the balance of those dice. It's blacksmith. Oh, wait, wait. It's the it's same stuff crap. they're rolling with. <laughs> blacksmith you rolls can't just ch- what you need. You can't check the balance on metal dice. I'm sure there's a way, but not. It's a lot harder to do. Uh, So you shoot the firebolt at this uh, creature, and it hits right into the hole where it was impaled, and you see it burn from the inside out, and it drops to a pile of dust. You get the kill. What? Well, okay. On the zombie? On the zombie. Nice! Astro was focused on the zombie and lets out a bark and hops and wags his tail as... You had done uh, good damage, and he doesn't have any mind of the other creature in the room. Right, because he was focused on the front one. Garth, it is your turn. Yes. Uh, Penguin Witch Doctor points out how my gameplay went on Wednesday over on the Dat Network, and oh. it was awful. Which is why. <laughs> Penguin why Witch Doctor. Uh, it, this is normal for me, it so... Did, it did give Nathan a few days to figure out how to weight his dice, so we'll see how that works. <laughs> well, you weight it this way. You, you put a magnet? Wizard. <laughs> no, right. you play a divination wizard, 
And then you decide to cast Melf's Minute Meteors. Oh, God. And you send two meteors flying towards... Uh, Garth's going to move into position to where he can hit the back of the specter because it's a five-foot radius area. Okay. So I'm going to make it so that it's not Lord Draclan's space. So you move up almost into a corner of the room that uh, is towards the entrance. But yeah. Cool. I'm splashing in some water uh, because... Um, Because it is difficult terrain, you're not able to make it as far as you hope. Yes. But uh, I will still send two meteors... It it's a it's a uh, let me check I believe it's a dexterity save and uh, what what's that spirits he rolled a two twice well, sorry I mean, I'm just, just picturing a halfling running in like six inches of water and it's like <laughs> his feet really when high. we're running and it's like up to our knees so he's like. <laughs> Uh, that's difficult like, to and for it's you. so slow <laughs> uh, it takes the full six seconds yeah <laughs> but uh let's you can add your dexterity modifier specter if you need to to that two that you rolled three it's a three <laughs> in that case battle of portents for divination wizards yep Love it. Uh, I will roll 4d6 as your damage, because I sent two of them your way. Ouch. Get it. It's fire damage. Oh! Honey, can you see? Let me let me just bring this over here. Let me just bring it over I here. I see a 5, and a 5, and a 5, and a 2. 17, 17 fire damage! 17. Get it! Uh, these, uh... Pound. As you fire these minute meteors off, you chuckle to yourself as you remember back in your school days learning this spell that uh, one of the boys tried teaching you Melf's Minute Meteors, uh, which exploded in a popcorn spray when they exploded. Uh, This one you knew was perfect. Uh, And as you throw these meteors and they explode right behind the ghost, the presence and essence of the ghost absorbs much of the impact before it even gets to uh, Lord Drakland, and you've put it in the right spot, so Lord Drakland is safe. Uh, you see the essence of this ghost shimmer, and it turns even more uh, transparent than it was before, uh, as you can see that you're tearing away at it. Uh, it is the ghost's turn, however, if that is the end of yours. Because today's battle was brought to you by the yes. number 17. Oh, yes. oh, that oh. Is, basically. <laughs> that is the end of my turn, yes. Uh, all right. The ghost lunges forward at Lord Drakland. I'm and, ready for it. And as it attempts to uh, almost engulf him, I need you to make a charisma saving throw, sir. Oh. The thing I didn't a warlock. He's a warlock, though. This that is as good as you could possibly be. <laughs> It's not charming me, right? It is not charming you. It is attempting right now to possess you. Okay. Just making sure, because I have advantage against that. But I don't think I have advantage against possession. You said charisma? Charisma saving throw. I'm a very charismatic person. (laughs) You are. But not with a two. (laughs) No! Plus me! Uh, That's a six. Wait. That's what I rolled on my chromatic orb. Take your good berry. What do you mean? I don't know. Maybe it'll help. 
<laughs> I don't know. It doesn't um, help. <laughs> Look at me, hit point. The the ghost sinks into your person <laughs> and you feel it and you are fully aware, but now you feel that you cannot control yourself at the moment. Uh and excellent. The ghost <laughs> takes full control over Drakland. I shout to Drakland, it's okay, I'll burn him out of you. Well do we know though? Would the we ghost, know? The ghost know. sunk into Drakland. So it went into him? Yep. All, all the rest of the group sees sure. is whoever was watching that the ghost sunk into Drakland. Ari but doesn't know. Valari. I and, see. I wouldn't have known yeah. though, right? Because I was had just been fighting the skeleton. Rumil watched it, and so did Garth. And so Astro Rumiel and Garth wouldn't know either. Astro doesn't know either. Um, did you shout at? Well, I don't know if you can talk. Never mind. So right now, for the rest of you uh, on the metagame side, the ghost cannot be targeted at the moment. Uh, as the ghost is within Drakland. I can be targeted. Like this. <laughs> no, not like... Okay, that came out wrong. Never mind. I didn't um, even hear what you said. I'm really I didn't hear what you said either. I said, I like this. And then you <laughs> laughed. And I was like, wait, no. That's not what I meant. Like, this is very intriguing and fascinating. And I, not that, like, yes, I get a reason to attack Dracula. <laughs> that is the ghost's turn. It is Ari's turn now. For this. <laughs> so... Just qu- Garth had said something about I'll burn it. Don't worry, Draclan, I'll burn it out of you. Is that something that I then would have heard? I'm just trying to determine. I I don't think that was uh, canon. It was just a uh, banter during game. So I see it wasn't out. his turn. So he you couldn't. didn't hear it. You just heard yeah. the explosions behind from okay. the minute meteors. Um. I mean, I would probably turn around. And you, unless you understood there was a ghost towards the stairs, and you see that Rumil's over there as he had attacked it. And I see nothing else. You see nothing else. Okay, I'm gonna say. Or Dracula, sorry. Thank you. Brianna. My little spider. Yeah. I'm gonna say, uh, be ready to cast web at anyone who tries to... No, that's metagaming. I mean, I think I'd be, like, wary of, like, if we're not out of combat, be ready to cast web at... An adversary. An adversary, yeah. There you go. Okay, do you know that we're not out of combat? No. You might not. We don't know. You're not not quite sure because you don't have a clear picture if the ghost is still fighting with Drakland at the moment. So, as for all intents and purposes, you probably believe there's still a fight because you've not heard any, like, end of fight. Like, we did it. We got it. Or... Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, I'm going to ready Brianna, and then I'm going to ready um, an attack at anybody who comes against me. All right. And I guess that's my turn. Perfect. Rumiel. Um, I'm guessing possession is not necessarily a condition. No, it doesn't appear to be in my list here. Okay, um, having my eye on it, especially after the zombie went down, um, he has disappeared into um, Draclan. Yep. Um, 
I'm going to try to dispel magic. Try to dispel magic, all right? You're going to cast dispel magic. Um, On Lord Drakland. Seeing, like, this kind of... Okay. Dispel it. (laughs) Uh, You attempt to dispel magic. It hits Drakland and kind of, like, Mm -hmm. ricochets off as, like, a explosion of electrostatic shock, but it doesn't seem to do anything uh, to remove the ghost or to Drakland at all. Uh, it just kind of bounces off of Drakland's body. Well, dang it! <laughs> that sucks as a third level spell slot. <laughs> don't yes. hit my cat book. You're telling don't me I just burned one and now I don't have a guy. It is now uh, Possessed Draklin's turn. Uh, Draklin, you feel the ghost within you holding tight to its control, but you feel that you're holding enough back that it can't uh, react the way you would. Uh, It fumbles around with the blade in hand and ends up just dropping it and reaches its hand out and rushes straight towards Rumiel as as you had turned around and saw the rest of the group. Uh, and rushes straight towards Rumiel and gets a hand right on Rumiel and attempts to attack him. Is this a grapple? No, it's just, its hand is outright and it's it's just grabbing at you. Just like, it's just trying to claw at you almost. Um, It decides to claw at you and gets a 16 to hit. Misses. Misses. So it claws at you and you lean back and it misses. Um, unfortunately, well, Lord what, Drakland, what did you add to that, Jared? Um, let's see here. I added. Oh, I didn't add your stat block. Sorry. Oh. Okay. Seven, so I would have I a roll plus eleven. Seven for that. Oh. For so it'd be, it'd be eighteen. Be a... It'd be eighteen. Come again? Well, no, actually, what? actually, let me see. Um, plus six, probably, because I'm not using my my special weapon. Uh, yeah, let's see. This is a plus five on a melee weapon attack. Uh, so yeah, it'd be a plus six. So it'd be a 17 total. Oh, uh, that'll tie. That'll tie. So, so it does hit, um, and it does necrotic damage. Oh, gosh. Of... I have an idea. 14. Know, you take 14 points of necrotic no. damage. Copy that. <laughs> As the claw of Drakland hits, and you see um, ethereal like wisps come out of Drakland's eyes, knowing that uh, he is full well possessed at this moment. Oh wait, I have my five. Okay, so thirty-eight plus five would be. Valari, uh, it is your turn. Thank okay. you for those temporary hit points. So I'm turning around because I hear this noise and I see Drakland calling Rumiel. Mm-hmm. Did I know there was a ghost? You knew the... I knew the guy was there. You knew the guy was there and he's no longer. So you feel something is up. Well, okay. So I'm just trying to process what information I actually know. Yep. Okay, so there was a guy and there's not. It's still raining. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. water's coming into this room. Yep. And... Draculin's attacking Romeo. Yep. Yep. That's exactly what's happening. So... So... And my eyes look crazy, right, Jared? Your eyes have uh, this 
wispy glow to them as but I w- they're not yours. But I wouldn't be able to see his eyes, right? Because uh, they're like this, and I'm like, yes. yeah. You might be. You no. might be able to if you look. What uh, side was yeah. he? What side was Draclin on, and what side was Rumiel? Draclin was coming from the stairs. Rumiel was in the center. You were kind of off to the side, so you'd have an angle at him. You'd see that there's a wispy glow coming from Draclin's eyes. So you'd have a little bit of a glow of at least one eye. Because you'd stepped off to the side to fire around Ari. But I still feel like I don't know everything about Draclin, so I yep. just don't know, yeah. like, what's happening. Because, like, I've only you known definitely him. definitely know I'm attacking him. Right, like, but I've, like, only known you for, what, like, four days or something. So <laughs> I don't know, like, what... I am a little spiteful, too. <laughs> well, he's never behaved in this way before. If a companion attacks a companion... Yeah, and yeah, my but, sword's not in my hand. But I don't know who's possessed, is what I'm basically getting at. Yeah, fair. Yeah, not. And it could be me and he's coming after me. It, it, assuming someone's possessed, because I know this guy's not. I just know there's someone missing. Yes. Those two are fighting. Yes. Um, but also, how high is the water at this point? Probably about ankle deep. Okay, it's, so it's rushed not, in to make it tough to run through. So not like a life-threatening no, situation. No, it's, it's, it's definitely just tough to move in, and you hear it kind of draining out to the edges a little bit. So I guess my first thought would be to try to at least separate those two, if that's an option. Um... And I don't have any great way to do that. So I think what I would do as like the least amount of like physical damage is I have this like weird, like cheap, not cheap, like crappy quarterstaff I had picked up a while back. So I feel like I would try... <laughs> You're just going to go, like, bonk him. No, no, not bonk him. I'm going to run around, like, and try to, like, smack the arms, like, in between them. So that it, like... <laughs> Stop attacking my friend! Like, well, they're both, like... Yeah. You guys are friends. Stop hitting each other. Well, basically, I think in my mind, like, I don't think Valari's, like... I don't fully trust, obviously, anyone, but I trust Draclan less because I know him less. So I'm just going to try and, like, and his arms are probably going to be the ones that are hurt. So I'm just going to basically try to, like, smack his arms. Sorry, I know that was, like, a long, convoluted, like, thought process, but I had to. External processing. Yeah, no, this is not going to go well because that's a seven. Yeah, you swing and miss. You just you just like but go like, right between the hands and reveal. But like how? Because if he's like holding him, he's not holding. He just reached out. It wasn't out and a grapple. Oh, it was okay. a. You reached out and clawed. Um, yeah. but I so I ran forward and I did that, but yep. I don't have any other. No, nope. but wait, you, you it barely was... made it up to him to get there. Uh, it does partially obscure Garth if he wants to continue casting meteors. But I can't do anything else. Like I can't step into the middle. Between them? Yeah. No, they're they're engaged right on each other. So you're like right up next to Rumiel, essentially. But I just swung yeah. the stick and it went between them. Unfortunately, you're on a grid system. There's two holes filled in the grid and you can't get between them. Effing animal crossing grids. Okay. <laughs> you understand them now because we're good. We can discuss that later. Uh, it, is, it is Astro's turn and he runs up next to you and he's super confused 
Um, and he starts growling at uh, at Lord Drakland, but doesn't want to bite him. So he's like kind of chomping at him, like. I don't know what to do. Yeah, uh, because I guess he that. he knows you enough. Um, and then it is now Garth's turn. Garth is is thinking to himself, "Well, I might have a way, but unfortunately." And you see the remaining spinning meteors just dissolve into steam as uh, he gathers himself and says, "I hope this works." Garth is going to focus all of himself to cast Mind Spike on the creature that entered Lord Drakland. It can't you be can't targeted. You can't target it, unfortunately. You can target Lord Drakland. Lord Drakland is the only target in that space. Unless there's a caveat in Mind Spike. Uh, I think, I think my, my idea is that I'm going for the creature's essence. So if I'm attacking and I don't know if this would still be attacking Lord Draclan, but if I'm attacking that creature cuz just knowing that I was tracking it the whole time uh ooh that's tough it, but you know according to possession uh this creature cannot be targeted by any attack spell or other effect except ones that do a few things sorry it must be in this book okay and okay, because look up Look up Mind Spike and see if it does one of those things. I'm uh, pulling it up. We're looking at Mind Spike, but I am going to say uh, these things deal with undead because it's undead. <laughs> okay, so it says you reach into the mind of one creature you see within range. The target must make a wisdom saving throw, taking 3d8 physic, psychic damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. So and I then think- it goes on to that. So... With that knowledge, I'll say with that knowledge, Garth yep. would think to himself, Lord Draclan is possessed. Mm-hmm. If I attack Lord Draclan's mind, I attack this being. Yeah, and it's just... I don't know if it'll yes. work. Yep. I don't know if I think it makes sense. But that's yep. the yep. logic behind the move. Uh, yeah, you'll damage me, but I think that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. So, Go so... Will, he will do that and good berry. Uh, yeah well don't worry we'll get you some good berries baby you'll be fine just don't uh, mess up the cat book you'll be you'll be fine. <laughs> just don't mess up the cat I also book. gave teammates healing potions at the beginning of we'll meeting start with them the berries. you know just <laughs> reminding I in case it, no, I, I fell in battle <laughs> um so, hey, I didn't get any healing potions. You weren't with us at that point. I don't even know who you are. <laughs> I don't even know who you are. No. I also can't say anything because I'm possessed. So, uh, uh, yeah. yeah Garth, <laughs> You're technically as, incapacitated. There's a battle the, raging as, inside of you now. As the meteors stop spinning, mm-hmm. uh, Garth will cast Mind Spike and say, He's been possessed! And aim towards Lord Draclan's mind... So to clarify, he yelled he's been possessed, yep. and he attacks, yep. but I can't necessarily see who he's mind-spiking. Correct? I said... Correct. I thought but you said Lord Draclan's been possessed. You said he's been possessed yeah, and you but, attacked. But you do notice as you get up to Lord Draclan, it is not I Lord Draclan. Okay, I'm just making sure. <laughs> yeah. I just need to know like what I actually see, because I'm like really like particular. <laughs> so you... you- 
bop Rumiel on the face next. <laughs> no, I just want to know, so I know how I would actually... I mean, Valari, if you Her. think Her. that you still don't know, you can always just hit both of them. <laughs> I know. Just Rumiel <laughs> walks out with whack, broken whack, With the court sort of staff in between them. <laughs> whack, whack. <laughs> All right. So you cast Mind Spike. Crack yes. It. Wisdom saving throw. Wisdom Wait. saving throw, right? What's that? What? Uh-oh! What's you that? get a two. Yeah, it's in two. You rolled a two? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, sir. Click. <laughs> Good to the, know. The oh, red phone is... goes off. <laughs> oh, wait. Um, if, if we ever change up our scenario to be something like the 40s, 50s, uh, modern oh times-ish, gosh. that would have been a red phone moment. Bring, bring. Yes, sir. Uh, a two? Yeah. All right. On it. Click. Bless you. <laughs> That's a real thing. Sorry, I'm getting out my good D8. Oh, oh, the good D8 uh, comes Because you take three of these as damage. Uh, ow! All right, four plus six. Ten. Plus eight. Eighteen. 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 Jared, Jared, are you using my hit points for this? Uh, you do take 18 points of damage, so do okay. mark that down. Uh, okay. And you know that it hit well. Uh... Does Mind Spike do anything else after that? So it does. Now the creature, I now know the creature's location. It can't be invisible to me. Right, it can't be hidden. Or be, um, or be hidden to me. All right. So at this moment, you do understand that Lord Drakland also is something else as well. Uh, it still doesn't make the creature targetable because it is within Lord Drakland and it is part of him. Uh, so you can't target that directly, but you know that there is a creature within him. Uh, the spirit. Great. All right. Uh, it is Ari. back to the top of the turn order. Ari, as uh, Lord Draclan's turn shares the ghost's turn at the moment. Copy. Ari, you see uh, a bit of a fight going on towards Lord Drakland, and it seems like people are wailing on him. Yes, and I would have heard Garth yell. Yep. So I'll say, all right, Brianna, cast web. Uh, you will hit Rumiel first. Uh, I will move to where I'm have clear. Okay, you can move a I'm... bit off to if you're looking at the entrance of the cavern, off to the left side. Um, Brianna's gonna have a very hard time still to hit. It'll be about half cover, so it makes the AC of her hitting Web a bit harder. Uh, in order Who's to around me, I, I just don't have a picture of. You're... I'm like so if you entered the room. Uh, what had happened is you ran all the way up into the middle. Uh, yep. The fight is still happening down by the stairs. You yep. have come off to uh, essentially the left side of the entrance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garth and Garth is off to the right side of the entrance. Uh, Rumiel is right up against Lord Drakland right now. Mm-hmm. And Valari is kind of right next to Rumiel with the puppo at her side. So they're kind of boxed in. So on, on the right side, if you're looking at the room... Um, Everyone's jammed in against uh, Lord Drakland, essentially, and you can make a kind of clear spot off to the left side. Uh, you do have an angle which will put Lord Drakland uh, mildly obscured by Rumiel at the moment. Um, so you're kind of you're kind of shooting off to an edge of Lord Drakland. Because Garth wasn't up near him, right? I'm sorry, I, I'm just picturing no. I know Rumiel and Garth. So Rumiel and Lord Draclan are engaged. Draclan are face they're, to face. They're face to face. So yep. you you have essentially a shoulder of uh, of Rumiel in the way of a clear shot of yeah. 
Lord Draclan, because you can't move your full 30. You're in rough terrain, so you can only move 15. Valari's uh, on the side that Garth shot, right? Yeah, Valari's on the other side. Yeah. With Otherwise the dog. Like cover. If yeah. Valari wasn't there, you might have a more of a clear, but she's there, so you're going to the other side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, it's still possible. He's saying it's still possible. Okay. It's still it's possible. possible. It just makes yeah, it harder to my hit. My brain is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, there's there's a mass of people, and you see about half of Lord Drakland blocked by Rumiel's shoulder as they're engaged, and that's really all that you have to worry about, and they're about 20-ish feet out from you. So, essentially, you're going to have to shoot over Rumiel's shoulder or along the side of him, which means um, Lord Drakland is in a little bit of cover. Okay. A fail. Twenty a feet away. I don't need to be close. I'm just like, yeah. is it not open space if I move because a little bit around come, for meal? You would. You come, think it's just a small room. Uh, you also can't move no. too far because of the the water. The water. Yeah. Right. So you I don't, don't need to get close. I just need. Yeah. Um, I'm just in the way. It's yeah. so you were you were about to get me out of the way. In order well, to get to him, Brianna can cast yeah. web. It's, in it's order back. to get to him, you had to come down and over. Because if you went way over, you still wouldn't get enough of an angle to get to him. He'd be in an almost full cover at that point. Um, okay. So, you you get a little bit of uh, higher AC to hit. Um, so I think that adds a plus two to AC for this. Uh, so please roll to hit. Do I? You've been rolling Brianna. Do you oh, want me to yeah, roll? Yeah, I can. I can roll her. I've got her stat here. Uh, she got a 15 on the die with a plus four. It does barely beat it, I think. Unless, uh, you don't have your shield out, correct? Oh, it would have dropped. It does beat it. Uh, so Brianna does hit, and Webb clasps around, uh, Lord Drakland and ties him up, and his arms get wrapped next to him, and he's standing there immobile. Uh, Rumil, it is your turn with an immobile Lord Drakland right in front of you, standing... Wrapped up. Question? Yep. I technically just gave a verbal command. Would I be you, able to ready if the ghost comes out? Ready may. in action? You, since I you didn't take an action. Correct. Okay. I'm just going to ready. If I see the ghost come out, I will be prepared to swing. Perfect. Prepared to swing because you had your sword out. Yep. yep. Perfect. Yes. Uh, Rumiel, your turn. I'm just going to smack him in the face. <laughs> you still can. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the only way that I can think of to, uh, to to release this possession, I've tried a few different things to get it out. The only thing I can think of is dropping him to essentially zero hit points. Knowing that I can restore him, it's a bit risky, but essentially I feel like the only option I have is to just... You sound like all the doctors exactly. on Grey's Anatomy right now. Don't <laughs> hit my teeth. Don't hit my teeth. So, if if I can kill him, I can bring him back. Let's Strong kill him stuff. so we can like, save him. Well, okay. You know, wow. it's pinata time. Oh, no. All right. What are you going to do wait, with this wait, pinata? No. Instead, attack him with eight wolves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you have it. You have it. He has advantage because I'm webbed, right? Yeah. I'm not gonna have him be ripped to shreds. <laughs> yeah. Non-lethal you, damage. You, you have advantage and can do damage. You can call this non-lethal if you wish. If you don't. Oh yes, it's definitely okay. non-lethal. Okay. I don't think I'm gonna get that close to it. Uh, <laughs> this one is 19. 
Alex is like so Why don't so you roll damage on each right one now? individually? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just hitting him with the staff. This is 19 go. 19 hits. Okay, well, he only gets a D8. Really? That's your wisdom, right? Well, a D8, yeah, plus, yeah. but it's not like I'm rolling five D6s. Is that with Shillelagh, yeah, too? Yeah. Yeah, no. it just Shillelagh just makes it a D8. I could try and do produce flame, which would be two D8s, but I don't want to burn up the web. Oh, I thought uh, okay. Shillelagh, I think the main thing is it allows you to use your wisdom modifier to attack with rather than strength. Exactly, uh, uh. that's exact. It it doesn't uh, it doesn't ramp up with your level, oh. but these my D8 has rolled a seven, a seven, and now an eight. So it's how much damage that? So. He is taking 11 points of damage. Okay, I'm not looking good. No. <laughs> is he bloody? I'm not, I'm not down, but I'm not looking good. <laughs> uh, are you Are you swinging anymore? Is that it? Uh, that's the only thing I can do. Okay. That's my action. Okay. <laughs> Dang. Uh, it is uh, Possessed Lord Draclan's turn. <sighs> and as the ghost within him realizes it can do nothing, it comes out next to Lord Drakland and attempts to possess Rumiel as the depossession is a bonus action. Uh, I need Ooh. I need you to roll a charisma check, sir. Hey, this isn't, a, this isn't a spell, right? This is an ability? It's an ability, yeah. Okay. Am I close? Oh, no, okay. You're not close enough to spell. Not good. Is this a saving throw? <laughs> yeah. Christmas. Okay. Ooh, not good at all! <laughs> it's, wait, uh, it's a 20. No, yes, it's a, I can use my nat 20 wherever I want, right? Yeah. Well, okay, I mean, we haven't talked about the limitations. We talked about because good Because you called it, it's gone. Right. It could have been yours to use. It is a 20. It is gone from your possession. <laughs> I'm sick of this thing going away. I want to hit it without hurting my friends. Uh, so it reaches out and tries to engulf Rumiel and then right. just kind of bounces off and the holy light kind of shines up around Rumiel briefly as uh, as Garth says, heck no techno. Garth's, <laughs> Garth's spiritual connection with uh, what? Your, your father? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, yes, my holy father. Yeah, yes. Uh, your spiritual Boy, connection reaches out in that moment and uh, saves Rumiel. Um, Thanks, bro. <laughs> it is now Valari's turn. Um, Lord Drakland, you are not possessed any longer, but you are tied up by web. Uh, Valari, your turn. Oh, okay. What's frustrating is, Valar just fought a ghost, like, literally yesterday, and she can't even think. Well, it's out, so you can damage it with any of your spells, if you wish. In theory. In theory, yeah. Mm-hmm. The ghost... Most impersonal. Yeah. Which means I should just do a melee attack. No, because a crossbow won't do crap to a ghost. Um, Technically, it... Can take some damage. It'll yeah, it'll do a little bit, so you're not it like takes totally piercing out. Damage. It, it's got resistances on certain damages, but it does have immunity on others. 
Um, you can swing at it. Others have swung at it. I understand that. It's, I just feel like a crossbow wouldn't be highly effective. Uh, just don't aim it at a friend as it goes through the ghost. <laughs> Which is nearly impossible right now. <laughs> Uh, I'm in webs. <laughs> um, it usually works. I might as well go with chromatic orb. All right, so you're able to kind of reach across. Uh, because Lord Draculin is between you and the ghost, you can still just lean across where he's at. And so we're like, like this, and I'm like this. You just like lean up next to Lord Draculin and breathe in his battered face now. Uh. And fire at the ghost right on the other side. No! Um, it's a 16. It's a 16? Yeah. Hits? Yeah, it's someone hit with an 11. You're I hit with an 11. What kind of armor class? It's a ghost. Bad guys, are you no, giving no us? No, no armor. Uh, this... I like the fact that it had low armor class, but it possessed somebody, it possessed. and you nearly <laughs> took him out. You yeah. guys, you guys we got, I didn't do anything Lord Draculin. to Lord Draculin. Let's be realistic. I right. did. He <laughs> tried whacking my hands. Um, I probably did acid. He's beautiful manicured okay. hands. Acid. <laughs> it's acid or lightning. There is no in between for me. Right. Um, and since it was level three. That's six, six, three, four, five, D8. Five, D8. Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Do you want to roll them and see how big it is? Or do you want to just... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> she could roll five. Look, I don't get good rolls very often. And I want to see if I... I wanna, and I wanna as see if I can... we established on Thursday, D8s are my favorite okay. dice. Uh, Random as, as Lindsay says, as we established on Thursday, Lindsay's been streaming dice making. Uh, she's been learning how to make Whoop. dice, and so Try. that happens a couple times a week around uh, noon to 1 PST, and it happens for two to three hours. Depending on how I feel. 10, 14, 16, 18. 18 points of damage. Uh, you put your hand across, and you blast this ghost into smithereens. Uh, it turns into a powder of essence of sorts. I never get the and kills. And goes away. And I got both uh, of them. Oh, you got a couple kills in the past. But as it goes away, the rain stops and the water running down the stairs slows. Uh, and you do see light up the stairs as the clouds break as fast as they had appeared. I knew he caused Thank the rain. Thank you for those scrolls. There was a lot of fun there. Except mm-hmm. I didn't get to use mine. God rolls over. Plus what five to AC. Plus five to AC for the round. Wow, you didn't hey. get hit. You didn't get hit. So yeah. you're good. Uh, Garth runs over and pulls out Lord Draculin's potion, and like even as he's still webbed, is like, "Here, you, friend. Here you I go. don't. Uh, okay." <laughs> glug glug glug. <laughs> I go give him my good berry. <laughs> Jam a good berry in his mouth. He's still webbed oh, up. You guys, you guys I, aren't I even unwebbing him. You guys realize we had a healer. <laughs> I'm just standing there <laughs> going. And you're like jamming your resources down his day. So. I imagine he's been knocked over and you guys are just like jamming things in his mouth. <laughs> I mean, did anyone How many how many hitch healing was in the healing potion? It was your healing potion. I don't know what it was a basic <laughs> one. Whatever that is. Is that a D eight or a D four? I think it was a D eight. It was a greater healing potion. 
Oh, okay. Roll my good D8 for you if How you want. How did he get his? Yeah, I want you to roll for me. Uh, because I he trust handed Nathan. to a few people. Uh, Ari hey, had one five. Oh. healing potions. Okay. So okay. five. You get. You, you get, have one from the good berry that so I gave you. I'm gonna eat my good berry too. Okay. Seven. Can I cut the web off since I put. Okay. It? So with those seven hit points, I am now at nine hit points. Thanks, team. <laughs> Uh, it's funny because the ghost had two hit points as well. <laughs> um, one of my dice was a seeing, two. Seeing him partially recovered, um, <laughs> I'm going to conjure a turtle between <laughs> him and I. Oh, and we're just healing magic. Gonna stand that for a good bit. <laughs> oh, I'll kind of jump back, be like, what? What's this turtle? Come, come on, come on, it's come on! It's good come on. for you. It's like glowing ethereal turtle. It's like blue and like all. I have to see how I feel about this turtle, and I'll open my cat book. Um, a a small calico kitten sits there and leans over. Okay, and purrs fine. And then I walk into the turtle turtle healing field. <laughs> okay. So Half gonna, of Jared's DM prep has been just researching cats. <laughs> a Bengal tiger appears and slashes at you. <laughs> okay, so we get a D6 for every six seconds. It'll last for a minute. So roll 10D6. So I'll, roll, I'll roll 10. Thanks for the follow, uh, Zing Zong. If anybody else wants it, y'all know what it is. So if anyone else needs it, come on in. Um, I, uh, Alex? It's my spell. I'll roll it's it. It's my oh, spell. You roll it? I okay. roll it. Excellent. <laughs> no, no, no problem, but just... I thought you were rolling for yourself. Um, so the first two is a six and a three, so nine. Uh, so that's now been 12 seconds. So that's two out of ten. This will be four out of ten is six. So uh, seventeen total. Six out of six out of ten. Ooh, that's only three. Twenty total. Uh, eight out of ten <laughs> is ten. So thirty total. And ten bold. out of ten. I'm good to go. I'm good to go. Seven. Thirty-seven so, points of healing. I'm gonna say, if you have more than thirty-seven points in needing of healing, the ghost comes back to let. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. The ghost comes back to life. Back to death. Mm-hmm. Back to undeath. Um, as the water dissipates, uh, you do turn around and see that where the zombie had been impaled. The spike is mostly receded into the floor, oh. but you notice the line that there's sharp, pointy spike tips up across that entire line to protect the gold floor. But where did the water go, though? Uh, there were some edges that it kind of drained into. How come I didn't see those before? It was minor. Minor for the situation. It's situational gutters. Uh, yeah. The, the gutters have... It's uh, device. Y- yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, there was a manhole cover that gets replaced and then turns back into stone. Uh, there was a shop vac that appeared, an ethereal shop vac. Uh, <laughs> it cleaned out the corners. That's a big old shop vac. Yeah. If you look around the walls, is there anywhere to, like, de-trigger the trap? No. This I didn't see anything before. possibly been sprung. I think it's been unsprung again. 
Or... Oh, the trap has gone back down? Yeah. yeah, so now there's spikes around. There's tips of spikes now on that little lip that had been seen before. The trap is, like, mildly, uh, visibly uh, up. And it's not triggered per gone. se, but it's, like, it's, it's a weak trigger now. So and... it won't take much to, to set it off. Well, there is a way to possibly trigger it. I could throw my bedroll again. I was going to say, does anybody, if anybody can cast Mage Hand and put 10 pounds of pressure on... Oh, yeah. I, I cast... cast Mage Hand, and I just, I want to test first if... Uh, the gold if floor. Flying over? If, it, if flying over it does anything. Yeah, as you cross the plane where the spikes are at, immediately spikes shoot up in the space of the Mage Hand. Uh, and as soon as the hand passes through, the spikes recede. Um... Uh, and still show a little bit of the tip at the floor. Well, can anybody teleport? Sort of. Why? Do we... My question is... Do we need back there? It's a gold floor. How are we going to pull it up? Plus, it's is only there, a circle, Is there a though, doorway right? behind it? We don't need to no, pull it up. I'm just assuming It's all the way across now? So the entire floor is golden. Uh, the water that had rushed across now had cleaned it. It is a solid gold floor uh, made of golden bricks placed in. Um, you could attempt to pull them out, but there's no floors, no... Uh, sorry, there's no doors, no passage behind it. It's just uh, a part of the crypt that holds monies, essentially. So this Should isn't we... even what we were here for. We need the well. Did that coin lie to us? I really quick go investigate the sarcophaguses on the right side. All right, as you look in, um, you notice that uh, most of them seem as if they had never been used. Uh, a few of them even seem to be fairly weakened, as if they were never meant to be used. It was almost as if this was just a, a false front to the gold flooring in the back. Hmm. Very interesting. Didn't earlier you say it looked like the, all the stuff had been removed, though, and that they were emptied out, and so there weren't. On the flooring, like... on the flooring, it looked like there was stuff that was removed. There was some wear in some of the, um, in some of the sarcophaguses, but or sarcophagi, uh, but there doesn't seem to have been like body usage. But it looks like there was stuff stored in and moved out, almost as if it, as if it was more of like item storage. And what we're calling sarcophagi are the tomb spots. The tomb holes in the wall. Yeah, there's nothing freestanding. Okay, I think um, I was, like, really confused. But yeah, the the tombs embedded in the walls. How high did the spikes go? Did uh, they, they go were, to the ceiling? They went about six and a half, seven feet. The room stands about ten feet tall. Okay, I'm just gonna cast fly on myself, and I'm gonna fly above where the spikes went yep. over the line. As you fly over the line, the spikes come up at you, and there uh, a few inches to a foot below um, and a few of them catch your uh, your cloak as you go through and leave some tears in it uh, but you're able to make it to the other side and nothing seems to trigger on the other side okay if I, I'll like search all the walls with my hands just make sure there's no secret doors or anything like that on this okay. side no secret doors seem to appear as you're searching Okay. Um, if you wish to roll to see if you get anything better, uh, you may, but 
it's an incredibly smooth wall all the way across. Okay, what would I be rolling? Right uh, you can roll investigation. Um, you could roll perception. Yeah. Investigation uh, well, probably best. I'll roll. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Investigation. Uh, perce- I'll roll perception. All right. Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, as you look across the walls again, it's incredibly smooth, uh, as if it was carved by the finest dwarven uh, rock cutters and placed together by the finest elven architects. Uh, you've never seen anything as beautiful as this, including in your own home that you'd come from. Oh, uh, so I'll say that to the group. And there's nothing, if I search the ground, like, check it out, there's the, nothing the ground, significant, right? Uh, the golden bricks are almost as finely uh, placed as the walls. Uh, you do see a couple dents in a few of the gold pieces as if uh, someone had attempted to work on them. They are, they are again placed together so nicely that they just dented as they were trying to get in as gold is more malleable. Okay. I um, want to use my gourd okay. to get to that side as well. You can only use it once. No, it's three once times. Per, three, three times. Three, three times. Okay. The, three the, times. Coin yes. the coin once. is once. Yes, sorry. Sorry, I'm trying to keep track of everyone's. Uh, so you shake and you get to the other side and you're left with a slight queasiness as it wasn't a very great teleport. Well, yeah. But I didn't use the yeah. spell slot. Um, I'm gonna go to the right corner, like in the side wall, in mm-hmm. that wall. Um, is there anything like peculiar about the gutter? No, it's just a fine little gutter that kind of drips off the edges. There's a maybe half inch slat that goes down into the dirt below. Draculin's playing uh, magical light effects over there. <laughs> I, I'll, be, I'll kind of be like, it, it's a little crowded over here now, and I'll fly back up over the spikes back to where the group is. All right. Well, if we're going to listen to the coin, it says we have to go this way, so There's... that's why I came over to look in the corner. Uh, Maybe we just... had to come in here and defeat something and then go behind or go to the right outside? If we're not seeing anything, I think it's worth at least checking outside. I'm going to like pull out some of the bricks along the gutter and see if I can... Give me a strength check. Well, that's a 20 on the dice. Plus a 1. So 21. You're able to only get one single brick loose, which totals to about 100 gold coins worth of golden weight. Yeah. Uh, That's all you can pull up. You can't loosen anything else. So you have one golden brick. Nothing is below it other than yet another layer of golden bricks laid the other way let's go outside well what's weird is underneath this layer of bricks you guys is another layer of gold bricks if I may I, I understand this is very odd um my one thought is the forest tries to make friends with you. It wants you to stay here. It wants you to try to pull up every single golden brick. It wants you to seek the riches. But... We have you... a mission. 
Well, I'm not seeking the riches. The goal of doing that wasn't to get a gold brick. You guys know that, right? Like, I was yeah, following the, the coin that we flipped. We also didn't really know what the coin did. No, I we know, tried, but I... We assumed it, it answered our question. Oh, I guess we have to ask a question. We did know that. But we don't know why it pointed two different places. We no, assume- I know. I, like, pointed right, that yeah. out earlier. I yeah. just was, like, testing the possibility, and then this yeah. is... Oh, of course. I get that. But we're just finding gold, and we haven't found a well. So, it seems like maybe it'd be good to try something else. All right. So, I'm going to go up the stairs and go to the right of the entrance just to see what I see up there. As you go up the stairs... I'll follow just for protection. Yeah, as you go up the stairs and you look out, uh, the bricks that were inlaid out front are now a grass bit. It's a completely different area outside of the crypt than you'd expect. Uh, It's mildly open, and straight ahead there's a circular um, stone inlay. In the center, it seems like there's a, a small geyser but the water, as it falls back down, doesn't seem to wet the ground. Guys, we found it! I'm just going to call back down to them and then go closer to get a, a better look. I'm going to shake the gourd, but as I'm walking out, I'm going to say, you guys realize that gold will melt when it's heated. So if you really did want any, you could just melt the gold and take some, but... And I put the brick in my bag because <laughs> I oh, have it. I might as well keep that. Yeah. Yes, I yes I understand. Just saying, Garth. All I right. As you all start making your way up the stairs, you see the same thing that Ari and Rumiel had just seen. And as you get closer, you notice that uh, this fountain or this geyser sprays up about fifteen twenty feet. Uh, it's mildly more open a- above. The trees seem to give an unnatural canopy, however, uh, still blocking out the sky above. Uh, and you are all able to make it to the edge of this stone and stare at it. The stone from the edge to the center is about 25 feet to where the geysers sprang out. And from there you can see that the stone everywhere on this, uh, on this circle is not getting wet at all by the geyser, even though the water comes back to the stone and almost sinks right back in. So what do we think? Do we open it, or do we just put the whole vial in there? It is a fountain. It is a well. Uh, are Are there any sigils or markings on any of the stone? There are no sigils or markings, but you do see that on the far side... There's a couple small root mounds that seem to come up out of the stone in random places, as if like the trees are trying to almost grow up into this area. Interesting. Okay, so the stone seems to be blocking them off? The stone seems to be on top of um, these roots that are growing up through it. Yeah, uh, but okay. it's, it's like this circular uh, pedestal almost of stone that lifts up just a little bit above the normal ground and has the geyser in the center. Almost like a well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, for sure it. I wouldn't, I don't want to take it out. Let's just toss it in, see what happens. We could take it out if it doesn't work, right? Yeah. Yes. 
So I got, I'm always mage hand it in. Yeah, I'll do that. As you take the mage hand and grasp the vial, the vial shakes a little bit in the mage hand, and as you move it towards the fountain in the center, uh, the fountain moves away from uh, the vial a little bit. It almost tries to avoid the metal of the vial uh, and doesn't seem to accept, and you push the mage hand through and back, and it parts around the mage hand each time, uh, almost as if you do have to open the vial to do what you wish. Laura, you want to use another mage hand to open it while it's by the geyser? I mean, I can. I don't see why you can't just pour it in, but so I cast a mage hand and... Again, I think I'm just not picturing this well enough, sorry. It's already out there, so... Yeah. So it's uh, this geyser of water that spreads around your mage hand, essentially. Because uh, you're stuck that, in That I'm is... picturing. I'm yeah. not picturing the well. I, I pictured it as bigger. I'm almost personally picturing it as like one of those things at a mall where it's like the stone... Yeah. And there's just and there's, one there's water shooting out of it. Yep, yeah, that's essentially what you're saying. Yeah, oh, no, okay, I don't okay, get cool. it as a well either, but yeah. okay. I think... I just figured the farther we can stay away from this thing, the better. Mm-hmm. It's done terrible destruction. Yes. Uh, cool. Great. So as you go to open this vial, uh, you notice that when you open it sitting within, uh, as soon as you open, uh, a bright red wisp joins into the mist of uh, this fountain. Uh, And as it goes, it sprays up and hits the ground just like the other uh, bit of water that you see. But as you pay more mind because it sprays out bigger and bigger, uh, you notice that as it sprays and hits the very edges near where you're standing, that the water is less like water when it hits and looks more like... um, remnants of beings, uh, more like soul fragments. Um, You see various creatures in these stretched out pieces of soul that kind of land near you, and the red that sprays through it turns less and less vibrant until it turns back to this very clear color, uh, or this very clear uh, tonality of the rest of it, and you believe that this well has now absorbed the Dragon King. And now you're in the middle of this wandering wood and you have completed the mission mostly, but now you have to get out alive. And this is where we end our session. Oh, man. Oh, man. Just three more hours, Mom. Right. Uh, Cool. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, for sharing, for donating, for liking, subscribing, following, and all of the other things you can interact with us with. Um, just a reminder, in two weeks, we will have an episode. It will not be the main storyline, but it'll be a nice little filler. As we get an extra week to the month, uh, instead of four weeks for the month, we get five. Um, and then our season finale, provided the players don't die in it, and we have to revitalize them and whatnot, <laughs> uh, will be June 6th. June 6th is this uh, story arcs finale planned. Um uh, so we hope to see you there. Uh, just a couple side notes. If you haven't followed our Instagram, we will be doing an Instagram t-shirt giveaway or tank top. Uh, mm-hmm. Anything that is available on our merch link, uh, the merch link below, we are going to give one of those away in your choice of size and style. Uh, 
as I fully understand it now, it should be open globally uh, as the supplier that we've worked with does have global printing. Um, so feel free to enter and if we can't get it globally, we'll get it shipped to you. Uh, because we love our fans and we love all of the interactions that you give us. Um, and then also on June 6th, we will be doing a giveaway on the stream itself. So please tune in and at least interact with us briefly to enter. You don't have to be present to win. Um, and that is it. Uh, have a good night. Thank you for sticking with us. And uh, we will see you again in two weeks. Bye! Bye! Bye.